I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Says this meeting is being recorded. By continuing to be in the meeting, you are consenting to be recorded. What if I just, I like, I have two options, leave meeting or continue. What if I just don't press either? I think it still records. Well, anyway, Pat, how you doing? Well, hey there, how Sammy you Joe. How you well, doing? Well, hey there, how you lady. Doing? Do it, do it. That's uh, from the movie with Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller, the, the um, Starsky and Hutch. Do it. Do it. I never saw that one. Oh, you should see it. It's not that great, but it's worth seeing it just for the That's... do it, do it scene. You well, now I don't need to because no, I... you got to see it. You just did it. <laughs> <sighs> What's going on, Sammy Joe? Happy episode fifty-one. Can you believe it? We're over the hump. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Wee wow. Wow. Wee wow. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, I... maybe lost is, but well, we still got a hill to climb. I think. We're not, I don't think we're halfway through these I think shows. we have a lot of hills to climb for lost. <laughs> That's true. We got many hills. <laughs> many hills to scramble climb about. Climb every mountain. Hmm? What's that? Hmm? I don't... It's a sound of music. Okay. Does it, isn't it go more like, the hills are alive? There's also that one. Okay. Well, that's the one that most people would the recognize. The hills are alive, and they also climb every mountain. Oh, it was a second verse now, was it? Yeah. Oh, well, no, it's not, it's not the same. Deep it's cut. not the same song. <laughs> oh, it's a different song? Okay, we'll it's see. It's a different song. All right. But from the same movie. Yeah, nobody knows it. But everybody knows mine. The hills are alive I mean, with the sound of music. The wow. hills have eyes with the sound of music. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> anything to catch up on, or are we uh, actually? Yeah. yeah. So we haven't recorded for a week. I was asking myself that. I was like, did we have a week off? And we, we did. did, didn't yes, we? we? Did. Yeah. I've been yeah. in a whirlwind. A whirlwind. Yeah. Sammy Joe. A whirlwind. A whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm. Mm-hmm. I've been in one of those. You know, where just yeah. things are just stacked on top of each other. Oh, are you busy? Yeah. You, like, I don't know really if I've busy? told you, Sammy Joe, but mm-hmm. this guy, this guy little busy little busy well listen listen to what i did yeah did you do anything cool do you want to report on anything or should i just jump right in with what i have going on embarrassing (laughs) embarrassingly boring (laughs) 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 but but you tell me all about your escapades on your week off okay well we were talking about updating firmware before we jumped on right uh we were using that as a metaphor for for life basically sure yeah, in, in, in we got COVID, deep. We got deep before got recording. Deep. Yeah, but it actually reminded me of how I uh, I updated. I actually literally updated my MacBook Pros. I replaced the hard drive on it, and I'm really fucking wow, proud of myself look for at that. You, I'm you proud always of you. jokingly called me a Mac genius because yeah, you knew that I used right, to work I for do. Apple. <laughs> but that's like, right. I felt yeah. like really legit in wow. doing that. Nice job, yeah. Sammy Joe. Virtual high Thank five. You. Thank you. Hey. Yeah. Wow. So you had to like pull the keyboard up and take some screws out or something? Um, I didn't have to pull the keyboard up. I just had to turn it over and yeah, take some screws out. Yeah. And it's actually like not that not difficult. Bad. Um, but yeah. it was like you have to like pull it out like 
you have very to like keep ginger. it very straight very and like ginger. pull it out yeah. but you kind of like i kind of had to yank it out and i had to like push the new one back in right. really hard and i was like getting really nervous about breaking something snapping off them contacts yeah, yeah. but i did it and it's working and i'm just Look really proud of myself for that you know when i used to work at radio shack i might have hired you if you had told me that wow thanks yeah i would have been like well <sighs> We got a lot more training to do, but uh, that's a good start. <laughs> yeah, that's I'd a be a total d bag. I'd be like, yeah, I bet you would have. You go go back to the training modules in the back and and train. Yeah, and I'd be like, mm, no thanks. That's well, bro. that's what I had to do when I worked at Radio <laughs> yeah. Shack. The first week and a half, two weeks, you don't even get to hit the sales floor because you have to go through training modules on like a 1995 computer. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of similar for Apple. You don't, but you don't do like training. Like there's like a training kind of like weekend thing that you do with usually oh, there's like other people with in a bunch it. Of other geniuses. But then with other salespeople, <laughs> usually like they kind of keep Never them in their own buckets. Old. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I wasn't a genius. Uh, <laughs> I was a, a genius. specialist. <laughs> <laughs> specialist. Yes, yeah. uh, those are the salespeople. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe they have a different hierarchy. So, now, so let's see. You try to uh, back if in I, my day. If I'm a if I'm a customer and I'm walking in, I'm looking at the new iPhone four. Okay, is that what you yeah. were selling back then? Uh, it was the iPhone two. Actually. All right, so I'm, Just I'm the second generation. I'm, I'm, I'm walking in, right? I'm I'm looking at yep. it. Let's see if you can sell me on the iPhone. Okay. Hmm. This looks pretty cool. Yeah, it is really cool. You what? can take whoa, photos whoa. and go on the internet. Where'd you come from? I was just looking at this touchscreen thing. Oh, did you need any help? Do you have any questions? Yeah, I got questions, but okay. I don't know if I'm ready to Fire ask away. them. I don't know if I'm ready to ask them yet, but okay. I'm just going to... Well, I can come back. Jeez, gosh. Get off my back, lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> ah, yikes. Where's the manager? Get out, get out of my store. Help. I am the ding manager. Dong, ding dong. <laughs> and then security's coming through the door. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. It's okay. pretty much. It's like how it would wow, go. Wow, you must have sold a lot of phones. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I got some news to uh, report, Sammy Joe. Okay, I got. I'm my... not done. I have more, no, but you go. Yeah, but you okay. go next. Let's break this up all a little right, bit. Yeah. All right. I'll go. Well, next. You know, we Thank didn't you. record, so I have like a whole lot of stuff that I did. Like, <laughs> thank you for uh, yielding time. the floor to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. You go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, no. You go. Okay. You go. All right. It's too much pressure. Uh, so I got I got vaccine boosted yesterday, Sammy Joe. So I'm feeling very oh, flushed. Yeah. Feeling very flushed. Oh. My arm sore. I had a hard time <laughs> sleeping last night. Couldn't couldn't flip over on my left side, you know, because my oh, my no. boo boo arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on top of that, <laughs> I had the boo boo back. Remember, we we were yeah, broke back bros. Broke back bros. <laughs> so uh, still had the the boo boo back. Um, and I went to the chiropractor and he did some uh, cupping. Are you familiar oh, with yeah. this practice? I am. I've never had it, but I okay. am familiar with it. Dave had it done recently. A, not sure if I believe in this. Okay. Okay. This is very, very similar to the medieval leeching. All right. This sure, is, absolutely. This is how I feel. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're gonna put some. You're gonna put some cups on me, and you're gonna, you're gonna bring the blood to my muscles. Mm, okay. Mm. You know. Yeah. It's like you know suction, what I mean? it's suction cups, yeah. right? To and then, move so the blood around. So it leaves around. like a giant hickey on my shoulder. Oh yeah. And that hickey hurts, so I can't even lay yeah. on my back. 
because it's my hickey on my back hurts. I can't lay on my side because oh, I got the boo-boo arm because of the Hey, I was looking for sympathy, not this. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. You, you got to tell me. You got to tell okay. me that. You know, yeah. you need, you know. Yeah. So otherwise I react You should just always assume and... that I need to be babied. <laughs> okay. Well, Default great. to me being That's your wife's job. Okay. I'm here to That's make fun true. of you. You're, you're here to give me the old razzmatazz. <laughs> All right. Back to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yield the rest of my time to you. Okay, so uh, I made a Yule log cake, mm. which for Yule, which I had never done before. For meal? Um, for me- meal? For Yule. Oh, Yule? Like me and my a family? Yule? Like Yule? No, stop. Yule. Um. Why, oh, boy, why do I tell you things? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you made a Yule log cake. Y- cake, yeah. Oh, so basically fine. you have to make a thin chocolate cake, mm, and then as soon as it chocolate. comes out of the oven, I know, as soon as it comes out of the oven, you roll it up. Mm. And then, mm-hmm. like, let it cool. Mm-hmm. And then you have to make a uh, mascarpone cheese, like, inside frosting. Mascarpone? Raspberry? No, it's cheese. Oh. It's kind of like, it tastes like the, I think that's what they use inside of, um, uh, oh, shoot. Why can't I think of the name of the, the Italian, <laughs> the uh, cal- Italian, cal- like. No, ca- ca- No, the treat, the desserts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The they have, like, the cho- cone they're, like, full. Yeah. Starts with the C. What the hell are those Starts called? With the C. I know. I want to say calzone, d- but that's not it. It's not it. Ah, Amy's this flipping gonna... out right now. Listen to this. Oh God, Dave uh, would be too. She, she loves those. What are they yeah. called? Co. I so does Dave. Coconis. They're like they're like little they're like little Italian oh, tacos, so dessert tacos. Yeah, they're so good. It'll come to me anyway. Okay. Starts with the uh, C. So, so it's the same stuff that's inside mm-hmm. those. Yeah. So you put so Cannolis. you un- you make that cannoli. Thank Nailed you. It. I oh had to my think God. of I, did, I had you know what gave it away? I had to think of uh the Godfather. Exactly. Leave the guns. Which we were also doing earlier. Right. Yes. You come to yes. me. You come to me. <laughs> that's that's a really good line. Some <laughs> Leave the gun, get the cannolis. <laughs> um so yeah, so it's the same filling. So you basically you let you roll up the chocolate cake, then you let it cool. Then once it's cool, you have to very slowly unroll it because uh-huh. like it's on parchment paper uh-huh. and it sticks to the parchment paper, uh-huh. and I'm, mine just I'm like getting, uh, yeah tore everywhere and it was awful. And so I spread on, <laughs> I spread on the, the like the frosting stuff. Oh, man. Then you have to roll it back up without the parchment paper. You should have and a it was just like show. torn everywhere. It was so show. bad. Yeah, yeah, it was just awful. It would just be me raging the whole yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so great. It, it would so, just be called Pink Hair Frenzy, and it'd just be you flipping out at the oven. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah. So then you have to roll it back up and put it in like plastic wrap and put it in the fridge for an hour to set. Ugh. And I hate plastic wrap because I always fold it. It just gets stuck together and it's then a you fucking eat it nightmare. By accident. <laughs> but it's like, it still an... tastes fine. So you just like, whatever. But I was like, I'm making this goddamn cake. <laughs> so I fold it up. I put it in the fridge and then everything goes wrong. I'm hosting <laughs> Yule. I'm having my friends over. Everything oh, goes no. wrong. Dave... Dave is like an hour late coming home and he's supposed to help me clean the house and like finish cooking stuff. And so that doesn't happen. My first friend gets here before Dave even does. But then he, I send him photos of my my bad progress of my Yule log and I'm yeah. like so sad about it. And he was like, I feel so sad. Like I'm going to come home. It's going to be my mission to fix it. So he comes home. He just like blows in the room and he's like, let me see that cake. I'll fix it. So he like, then you put 
you take it out and then you put a chocolate frosting on the top and then you're supposed to like kind of draw lines on it to make it look like an actual log. <laughs> okay. So, it's got to look like an actual log. it's chocolate frosting. Right. You will log. I'll have to show you a picture of it. Oh, yeah. Um, and so then he, he actually fixes it and it looks fine. Wow. Because like with cake, good job, the Dave. good thing about like when cakes like rip or tear is like as long as you can frost yeah, it up cover to cover it. Up. it yeah. Then it's fine. It's Nobody like frosting's like the bondo of cakes, you know? You exactly. Just, you just bondo right over that thing and then boom, yeah. cake. It all goes to the same place anyways. And it was it delicious. Like. Tastes yeah. great. It was very good. Nice. So, wow. Another thing that happened to me. Okay. Oh, uh, you got another story? I got another on top story. Of that epic so on the you know, on the on the <laughs> catastrophe, yeah. you know, on the lines of catastrophe today. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh so I have a have you ever seen a um portable dishwasher? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well I so saw they one like at hook- uh, your your place. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So that same one. So basically how it works is it it's like on wheels, you can roll it around and like store it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then in order to wash stuff, you have to hook it up to a, a sink. sink. Right. Um, so I now that I'm back at home and not in the studio anymore, we just have that in our basement. And there's like there's a third bathroom down there, but we don't use it because it's in the basement. It's like Spooky. it's just weird Spooky and kind of. There. Yeah, there's like spider webs everywhere. Yeah, I want to um, be uh, I want to be going down there. Okay. No, um, but that's where my uh, dishwasher is, and so I I wash all my fluoropothecary dishes in there to keep it separate from like uh-huh. our food dishes. So I hook it up to the bathroom sink, oh, and it it's been fine. But then like the last time I used it, I felt like the connection was like uh, it wasn't like white snapped on. <laughs> yeah, like it just didn't feel right, but it ran just fine. Yeah. So I kind of felt the same way this time, but I tested it a bunch of times. It seemed to be fine. So I started I started running the dishwasher, came upstairs. Then our good friend Jess came by to get some products uh, from me. Oh, the Jess? The Jess. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, we chatted for a bit and then she left and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go downstairs and check oh, and just no. like make sure everything's running properly. Uh, well, deepers. Pat, well. <laughs> I go downstairs. My basement's flooded. Oh, no. There's there's water all over the walls this in the bathroom. Today? today. Oh, so, man. of course, while Dave's at work, because right. none of this shit ever happens when Dave's home and can right. like help me take care of it. So it had basically... So it the like connection had the hose had like just blasted off <laughs> of the sink, the faucet. Yeah, sure. And it's a it's like a regular bathroom vanity, so it's a very shallow sink. Yeah. So it immediately filled the sink oh, and no. just was spilling over the sink oh, into the no. bathroom, into the rest of the basement. Yeah, it's very home alone. It's like the wet bandits hit your house. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um and so I had to like shut everything off, stop the dishwasher, which was still running, even though it had no water pumping through it so who knows if that's still like workable um wow. and i had to like get the shop vac and vacuum up all the water wow and it was um it was a great sounds time sounds like fun sounds like you had a great time <laughs> i was like this is yeah yeah this checks out yeah this, this is, is like this is me this seems this about is my right life yeah. I was like, I'm going to have a chill day today. I'm just going to rewatch Buffy, take my notes, and it's going to be nice. Smash cut and to you in knee-deep water, just pounding your head against the foundation. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Thankfully, it wasn't knee-deep, but right. uh, well, yeah, hmm. that was a great time. Well, so that sorry to hear that, today. you know, uh, yeah. basements, they go on a flood sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, all Last right. Last thing. Thanks, thanks for want- those stories. 
Do you want to talk about the gifts that we sent each other? Oh, sure. Yeah, For real Yule quick. slash Christmas. Because this is going to air after Christmas, but Sammy Joe yep. got me a very thoughtful gift of which I'll show on Zoom, which nobody will be able to see on Spotify, but I got a wonderful uh, desk calendar that is, <laughs> it's all Giles photos, <laughs> <laughs> which I absolutely adore. And it's not just, just photos too. You put uh, quotes I put in quotes. And I yeah. try not to spoil it because I want to enjoy it throughout the year. So I've only looked at January and then I glanced at February to confirm that it's different. And then uh, mm-hmm. I flipped back to January. So yeah. Well, it's funny because I think I think all of the quotes I knew that we had heard so far. Yeah. Except for one that was from this episode. Oh. But I can't remember which month I put it for, but I was like, by the time he gets to this month, we will have watched this episode. Right. So yeah. it wasn't a spoiler. We got time. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun making that for you. Yeah, it's very thoughtful. <laughs> Thank you very much. And then I yeah. felt uh like I should return the favor, so which you totally didn't have to, but well, yeah, you, you sent know, me kind of did, but <laughs> okay. Well, I don't give gifts expecting anything in return. I but just like I really like giving you know, gifts. It's just so kind of crappy of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your feeling. Okay. That wouldn't have been mine. Sure, but yeah. So you sent me your your annual uh, holiday card. I did with your with lovely photos of your family mm-hmm, thank you and then also your business card um <laughs> i figured it was appropriate <laughs> since you you designed the logo and i just ordered new ones and i was like you know what i'm gonna throw one in there throw one in <laughs> that was really funny <laughs> um and then also uh hufflepuff harry potter socks <laughs> which i was like i don't need i can't believe i don't have these yeah so because you are a hufflepuff nice. right I am a Hufflepuff. Look at that. that is correct. See, it's personalized. Mm-hmm. I just want to let the record reflect that I remember that you were Hufflepuff. I could yep. have gone uh, like every other grandma and just got you Gryffindor because that's what everybody wants. But uh, right. I remember. No, I don't. You are I want Hufflepuff. I'm HP. Hufflepuff and proud. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also sent me some magnets. I did. One <laughs> is a little cat <laughs> with a Harry Potter, like yeah. a Hogwarts tie, and it sure. says, Trust me, I'm a wizard. <laughs> It's classic. <laughs> and the other one says, go your own way. Which was a shirt that you wore on the podcast. Which it was. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Pretty amazing, Very lovely, right? very thoughtful. Man, we're just like killing it. We're killing it this we season. Are. Yeah, we're bringing the bar With too friendship. high. Anyways. What a long ramble. Let's get into episode 51. Let's get into Buffy. Let's get into Buffy. <laughs> no. I don't know what that was about, and I'm sorry. That's okay. uh, This week, we watched episode, season three, episode 17, Enemies. 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 Like memories? Yeah. From cats? Right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Original air date, March 16th, 1999. So there's a little bit of a break in between uh, last episode and this one. Mm-hmm. You know, they just really needed people to like absorb doppelgangland oh yeah i mean i Uh, needed to absorb it that was a lot that was great so this was written by douglas petrie and directed by david grossman okay your predictions i pulled back from episode 
uh, from our episode 48. You said that Faith goes to the dark side because she's lost her way and now they have to have Faith to get her back to the light side. She's going to work under the mayor and do more bad girl stuff (laughs) and almost feel like the big bad. But then Hmm. she'll have a change of heart in one of the last episodes of this season and she'll end up dropping the mayor in a vat of acid so he gets zaps and zapped into non what this does not make grammatical sense sure it does or Keep he'll going. get zapped into non-existence <laughs> mm-hmm. and then she'll sail off into the sunset and maybe angel plays a part in that and they both leave together or die together so far i feel like i'm right on the money there okay okay Yep, and then uh, last episode you said that we're not going to get this version of Dark Willow because she was dusted, but we are going to get more versions of Dark Willow, whether she's possessed or becomes a ghost again or something something, something yeah. to that Everyone's going to change extent. a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and you said a weird relationship is starting to form between Wesley and Cordelia, but it will be inappropriate and fleeting, and Wesley will leave eventually. Yeah, or die. So, Yeah. You said leave, but yes, or die. You've also you've <laughs> said die in the past. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this episode opens outside the Sunnydale movie theater where Buffy and Angel are exiting after watching Le Banquet d'Amelia. Mm. The Banquet of Amelia. Sounds very a fictional artsy. film. Very artsy. Yes. Very artsy, because yeah. it's French. Uh, It is a fictional film that was very clearly a saucy, sexy movie, which (laughs) Buffy and Angel did not expect and were shocked by. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was thinking Angel uh, is kind of like Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver, because in Taxi Driver, the movie, did you see it? I never, I never saw that. I don't know why. I I have no explanation. I know. Oh, it's so dark and twisted. It's fantastic. 1976. Maybe? I know I need to see that oh, movie. I have so no good, good reason Scorsese for not seeing directed. it. directed Robert De Niro plays Travis Bickle. Anyways, yeah. he falls in love. Travis with, Bickle, what a pickle. With with a young Sybil Shepherd, and then he wants to take her out for a night on the town and he brings her to like a nudie movie. He brings mm. her to like a, you know. But does he know that it's a nudie movie? I think he does. Or, it's kind of unclear, but I think he does in the movie. He, but he he, was, he says his line is, oh, lots of couples come to this. So he just, you know, he's naive. He didn't know. Okay. Yeah, he's a little, you know, a little different. A little different yeah. than Travis. Anyways, okay. you should see it so, and uh, yeah. realize how close it is to this episode. Yeah, I probably was an homage to it. Although that wasn't in the trivia, but I, I would imagine mm. that's probably the case. Yeah, too deep Joss of a Whedon cut. does that a lot. Only classic film fans like myself would pick it up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not a classic film fan. Sure you there are. There are a few that I like. You've but seen a hundred of them. So. I have, but I wouldn't call those all classics. Eh, not all okay, of them. Okay, <laughs> let's be, let's be. There's a lot of them though. generous I'd say about 50 of them were those. classics. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a little less. Um, but yeah, so Buffy says from the title, I thought it was about food. <laughs> and then she feels bad for Angel getting worked up because they oh, can't do any of the things geez. in the movie or he'd lose his soul. Yeah. Okay. Angel tells her that being around her gets him worked up just fine. All but right. Take he it doesn't easy. say that. Like he's like, but I'm not frustrated. He says it feels nice just to feel, <sighs> which I don't know if that's reassuring or not. Because like... You know, he might be 200 something, but uh-huh. if his body essentially stays the same, then he was 26 when he was turned uh-huh. 
and you know still kind of lusty and Buffy is a teenager so she's very hormonal so getting worked up could still lead to bad decision making if they let their hormones take the wheel so I don't know how reassuring that is for Angel to say yeah but anyway they start kissing and are interrupted by Faith who says check out the lust bunnies ooh before Faith shows up, the long lens yeah. shot on a dolly, very shallow depth of field with a movie uh, movie theater in the background, okay, while they're yeah. kissing, and the, yeah. the lighting is just uh, so-so. It's, you know, it's kind of dramatic. It's, it's reverse key lighting, you know, from the yeah. back. It's a mm-hmm. uh, great shot. It's a great shot. Great shot. And then oh. Faith shows up. And then Faith shows up. Yeah. Check out the Lust this Bunnies. This murder and wacko. Here mm-hmm. she is. So apparently the Watcher's Council has cleared her for active duty. She's picking Buffy up for regularly scheduled patrolling. Then we cut to a cemetery and Faith tells Buffy that she's impressed by her ability to keep her feelings in check. She says, I don't know if I could handle, you know, the way you're not handling it. (laughs) Which I really loved. What's that mean? I don't know if I can handle the way you're not handling it. Handling, Pat. Explain. Handling. Handling. I heard that word. Handling him. Okay. Just think about that in a very literal sense. Entendre. Double entendre. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Think about handling him in a very literal sense. Like love handles. Like his penis, Oh, my (laughs) word. Okay. Let's move forward. This is getting... (laughs) I don't know if I can handle the way you're not handling it. I don't know. I fucking okay. love that line. All right. <laughs> thought that Boy, was good. Some of this is right over my head, Sammy Joe. I know. It's a little uncomfortable that I have to explain it to you, but I'm okay with that. I, I mean, I had a feeling it was going down that road, but I honestly, I just, uh, I mean, I feel like you got to spell it out a little bit more, you know, for us yeah, dum-dums well, in the audience. <laughs> but that I like that they don't because That's Lost classy. does spell classy. things out sometimes. Easy. And I'm like, ugh. Lost is very, uh, very nuanced. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they hide details. So all right. They, they yeah. never say anything. What they're feeling. Yeah. You have to re- really read between the lines. <laughs> it's not like Jack has the to uh, confirm everything that he says, <laughs> you know, that somebody says to him. Says? Says. um okay so buffy starts to tell her to kind of like leave it alone but then a demon jumps out yeah and she punches him instead (laughs) this little sassy little demon dude sassy little (laughs) minx i like this little guy (laughs) i do too he's short Uh, he's got like a high high shrill voice and he's got yellow thriller eyes yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so he's he's like whoa 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 he's like not there to fight male pattern baldness (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I like this guy. <laughs> uh, he pulls off his hat to reveal he's got like little little baby horns and pointy horns. ears. Oh, he's adorable. He's got a long fluffy beard yeah. that is apparently called the Dutch or the chin curtain. And I realize oh. I spent way too much time trying to figure out the name of this you beard. Sure but did. I was like, how do you describe this? I would just call it scruff. Demon yeah, scruff. It's, it's demon scruff. <laughs> but it's like no mustache and just like, it's literally chin, chin like strap. curtains coming down from your chin. Oh, okay. Well, there's a chin strap is just like short cropped. Oh, no, but when you call it, that the- When uh, it comes down, it's chin curtains. You call that the chin waterfall. That's what you call it, actually. Or chin curtains. Eh, curtains is something different. That's when it, it peels from the middle and goes both ways. You know, side to side, you got two, two curtains, right? But the waterfall <laughs> okay. is straight down. You know? But it is side to side. Okay, then it's curtains. You're right. 
(laughs) (laughs) Okay, now we both spent too much time talking about this. So yeah, he's kind of a nervous, like sort of nerdy guy. He's not scary, and he nah, tells him he's that fun. he's. I could hang out with this guy. Another demon yeah. I could hang it. This guy, and then uh, the yogi uh, demon that was here last episode in Doppelgangerland. The yogi demon. Yeah, he was. Well, oh, he wasn't like a yogi. oh, he was, like, Anya's. Cool. Yeah, on the guy that Anya he talked to. He was just to. chill. He was cool, just yeah. sitting crisscross applesauce. Yeah, yeah, he probably guy, would have no time for you, though. This guy. This I, guy you could hang out with. That guy is like, yeah. what am I doing here? This you know? guy, we, we could we play like some that. cribbage together. Yeah. You know? I think so. Yeah. He's down yeah, with it. Yeah, but he's 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 kind of nervous and tells him that he's coming into the to possession of the Books of Ascension, Ooh. which he describes as very powerful works. And I'm not talking about the prose. They deal with some uh, dark stuff. And the mayor <laughs> would hate for somebody to get a hold before he, uh, well, you know. And Buffy says, don't know, before he what? And the demon says, hey, read them and weep. That's all I got to say. Tomorrow I get the books. Meet me here. And if the price is right, well, I'll give the books to you. And he tells him he wants five, five large, $5,000 so he can get a plane ticket and get the hell out of Sunnydale. Hmm. Uh, then Faith threatens to kill him and he runs off. Buffy just kind of like he's, tells her to let scatters. it go. He's just yeah, like. Yeah, he scampers. Scampers right off. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because Buffy says, I don't think he falls into the deadly threat to humanity that category. Guy? No, he's cool. He's cool beans, that guy. Yeah, so Faith is very, like, black and white about it. She's like, a demon's a demon, which, of course, is the kind of thinking that got her to almost kill Angel earlier right. this season. Too black and, and white. why, you know, she didn't stop to think before stabbing Alan. Mm-hmm. But Buffy knows that there's shades of gray and, you yeah. know, people or demons who might be shady but can still be useful and not destructive, like Willie the Snitch, mm-hmm. or like when she formed a truce with Spike True. to stop Angel Love and Trusilla. Spike. Yeah, so. But Angel, Angel's she, gotta go. Angel's got to get dusted. All right, let's be clear. Okay. All right. Okay. That's yeah. That's you're very strong on that point. Yeah. I'm not backing down from that one. Okay. Well, Buffy says she wants to learn more about the books of Ascension. She says anything that would pin the mayor down would be great. And Buffy or Faith says, yeah, it'd be great. But she has like a serious and sinister look on her face. Oh. Oh, darkness. And we get the intro. Then back from the intro, Faith is in the mayor's office relaying what happened during her patrol. He tells her that he wishes she'd pull her hair back. This but she got weird. Brushes it off. Creepy, buddy. <laughs> All right. Also, quit drinking room temperature milk publicly. That's weird. Oh yeah. This yeah. Okay, that does yeah. get weird. This, so yeah, this she guy tries to refocus. Weird all around. She tries to refocus the conversation on the book, Demon, but he tells her that she worries too much, creating unnecessary stress, and he has just the thing, and he pours her a glass of milk, which you're right, he just picks from, he just like grabs it from like a counter. Right, no mini fridge or nothing. Not from the refrigerator. Yeah, it's just raw milk. (laughs) Room temperature milk. It's disgusting. (laughs) I never even thought of that. Yeah, he's like, here you go, Faithy, and also pull your hair back. Here's some more milk. It's like, all right, easy, buddy. (laughs) Get out of here. Why don't you go T-1000 yourself out that door, okay? (laughs) Well, you're not going to like what I have to say later then. Oh, boy. Um, Anyway, so he says, now first you load up on the calcium, then find this demon, kill the heck out of him, and bring the books to me. And Faith just like looks at the milk and like sets it down. (laughs) And she says, (laughs) and if Buffy gets to him first, and he says, oh, well, frankly, I don't like to think about that. I like good, positive, up thoughts. If you fail me in that way, well, you know. Replacing Mr. Trick was chore enough. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't worry. Drink up. There's nothing uncool about healthy teeth and bones. Yuck. I don't like this guy. <laughs> he wigs so, me out, Sammy Joe. 
I wrote like, oh, maybe the mayor is Pat's doppelganger. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Because you try to be wholesome and not swear and you don't get like I have to explain Listen, things to you what? and you're a family guy. Do I, but what? you know, you're all Listen, like golly gee easy. whiz, but you got I'm a dark gee, side to you. Whiz. Listen, I got so a real. So I think you're, hey, uh, I, real, I think you're, your <laughs> evil alter ego is I got a real hard edge to me, okay, Sammy Joe? You just never see oh, yeah. it. All right? Yeah. yeah. I'm the Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Wait, what Batman villain would you be? What Batman villain would I be? Well, Penguin, yeah. of course. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no, obviously the Riddler. Why? Who would you yeah, be? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I think mine is pretty fucking obvious. Oh, Catwoman. What? I hate cats. <laughs> well, well, who else? Oh, Poison Ivy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was. Come it. on. She just wants to like kill people and bring nature back. Right. Yeah. And her hair is I similar can subscribe to yours. To that. Yeah. Yes. I used to love that Uma Thurman <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> From Poison I, Ivy. I couldn't. I couldn't stop looking at it. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> Boy, jeez, that green suit. I don't. You know, it was just a young Patty Bobo. Was, she got it all. Yeah. Plus, Uma yeah. Thurman, just talented actress. You know? Super talented. Great. She's yeah, great. she was amazing in that movie. She's great in uh, any movie. Okay, so, right. well, I'm going to stand by this. I think that you're the mayor. Um, what? This is, this is ridiculous. Buffy. I'm going to rebut this at every at every opportunity. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I'm the mayor. Come on. What, um, you know who you are? Oh, you're, you're, what are you you're drinking faith. right now? Your faith. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely yeah, that's faith. That's you. All right? Exactly. Mm. All Let right. the record reflect that. <laughs> When we talked about who we were in the Buffyverse, uh-huh. it was very clear that I was Willow, and I stand by that, and I still am. Listen, and look at being... my cute, look at my cute shirt. Okay, Listen, would Faith wear this? No. If you're Willow, I get to be Xander, and that's the end of the story. I'm not the mayor. All right, <laughs> I'm not this okay, mayor. Fine. Unbelievable. Oh, triggered, fine. Sammy Joe. So uh, sorry. Yikes. You see me drinking, drinking milk from a warm glass, all nimbly bimbly. Like a cat. Well, actually, <laughs> funny that you should say that because uh, what are you drinking right now, Pat? Water. Uh oh yeah, that's yeah. what you're drinking. Ice cold water. It's not water tea. From it's a not jar warm tea from a with warm jar milk that in it. That had motor oil in it, and I barely even rinsed it out. <laughs> I just I just filled it up with ice water, and I was like, "Good What's enough, a, bro." What a- <laughs> and then I put and then I was like, "Hey, when's my tattoo appointment?" And then like I checked with my tattoo guy, and he's like, "Yeah, you want the barbed wire on the bicep?" And I said, "Yup, <laughs> just like every other limb." <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that's me, heart real hardcore. All right. What uh, awesome. do you have? Any other drinks over there? Nope. No, you don't Negatory. have a mug that has Negatory, Sammy Joe. What happens, hot tea what in it with next? milk. Oh. Okay. <laughs> do I have? Gotcha. That's what I call gotcha journalism. <laughs> gotcha real, podcasting. Real crappy gotcha podcasting. I don't like it. <laughs> call me a mayor and trap me in my own tea milk swirl. A swirl. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, anyway, so we cut to Buffy, Willow, Xander, Giles, and Wesley in the library. Buffy reporting to her watchers as well, or to, you know, her her dudes, basically. Uh, And then... Uh, lost my place. Okay. Uh, Wesley, Wesley is surprised that the demon was after money, and so is Giles. And this is where Giles says a quote that I put in your... Um, in your calendar, he says, oh. "Demons after money. 
Whatever happened to the still beating heart of a virgin? No one has any standards anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, and the term ascension doesn't ring a bell for either of them, but Willow does remember something. She says, ooh, the Marinchot text. Mar- Marinchot text. The, mar- uh, the Marinchot? Mm-hmm. I think in the section on <laughs> genocide, they mention ascension, she mm-hmm. says. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and Giles asks where she found that, and she, you know, tells him that it's like in these basically in these books that he keeps hidden from her because they contain magic secrets that he doesn't think that she's ready for. Magic secrets? Like how to magic uh, secrets. how to disappear your finger by folding it over and then using your thumb as the tip? <gasps> that kind of magic <gasps> secret? Yeah, I think so. That's a He's real definitely trying to hide that from her. Secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Giles returns with the book and he says there's a reference here to the journal of Desmond Kane, pastor of a town called Sharpsville. May 26, 1723. Tomorrow mm. is the Ascension. God help us all. Who's saying this? Was... WWP? No, Giles is saying oh, okay. this. Well, I was going to do a real big uh, uh, slam on WWP. Mm. But, um, yeah, but now you won't because it's now Giles. Now I won't because it's Giles. Uh, yeah. I love that guy. So, mm-hmm. so then... I'll just you know, tell you, I was going to say, where are you from? Not Sharpsville, <laughs> Dullsville. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> not, not my Giles. Not my Giles. <laughs> no. that's a good one though yeah i know it's a good good enough slam to say anyways yeah yeah uh so he says that it was the last anyone heard of sharpsville so basically that he says the town more or less disappeared so you know no bueno no bueno um, just up and disappears you know how towns do that yeah you know yeah ascension town's gone mm-hmm. that's how it is mm-hmm. giles tells buffy to meet with the demon but no one has 5K just lying around to give this guy. Uh, then Cordelia enters with a flimsy excuse to essentially go on a date with Wesley. She tells him that she has an English paper due and he's English. So, you know, like oh, whatever. Cordy, this is Wes- cheap antics. I know. Yeah. Wesley doesn't answer. He's too stunned. So she tells him, I study best in a good restaurant. Around eight-ish? Think it over? Jeez. Oh, Cordy thirsty. Uh, yeah, so super inappropriate yeah. with this with this uh, age difference. But you know, good on looks, her for looks, for looks going on. after what she wants. What? I guess you know for taking the let's, initiative. Like that's not, good, but just not for not well, with this let's, age let's difference. Let's not encourage this this behavior, Sammy Joe. Okay. Okay. Well, I I think I want to encourage it. Generally speaking, in anyone going who after feels what you want is important. Unless yeah, like that, expressing, what you, want is you know, an inappropriate relationship. Yes. Okay. Then it's not okay. All right. Okay. As long as we know where we stand on the podcast, then I think that's yes. okay to say. Okay. Cordy walks out, and Wesley turns back to the Books of Ascension conversation, and he tells Buffy to meet with the demon and persuade him to give her the books for free. Buffy says that Faith will be helpful in that arena, and Wes asks where she is. Cut to the demon frantically packing as Faith (laughs) busts open the door to his small, crummy apartment and asking for the books. Then she punches him when he asks for the money. He shows her the books and tells her the 5K is negotiable, but she says, I don't like to haggle, and she stabs him with a real big, shiny knife. And this is the demon that I liked, right? Yeah. Yeah, he kind of reminded me. Guy. He was like the Michael Sarah of, of demons, you know? Yeah. He's, he's like, like relatable he's like and fun, a little little frantic, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, so. uh, yeah, Faith just stabs stabs the dude. Stabs him. And he kind of like tries to fight back and they struggle until she stabs him a Jeez, bunch more times. More blood on her hands, more murder in that heart. Yeah. yeah. So she fin- he finally dies and then she is 
sort of shaken up by the blood on her hands. You would think. You would think so. That, but, yeah. You know, I don't know. Mm. Mm. Well, she. Uh, we cut to a super broody angel reading. You know, his dark mansion. Sure. As he does, mm-hmm. Faith enters. She tells him that she's in trouble. The real oh, bad boy. kind. She shows him her still bloody hands and tells him that she feels guilty about killing again, even though it wasn't human. She says she's scared of what she's turning into and she hugs him and then pulls away and tries to kiss him. Shoulder to cry But Angel puts a stop to it. And here we go. Here we go. Angel and Faith, you know. And honestly. puts a stop to it. But this uh, relationship makes much more sense to me than Angel and Buffy. This is what I was saying. Yeah, but Angel wants to be a better man. He doesn't want to be the dark, like he doesn't want to give in to the dark side, to the, you know, the dark side. Right, yeah. I know that's what Angel wants to do, but he's just going to keep uh, seesawing back and forth between the dark and the light because he can't help it. He's always getting cursed and thrown into the ether and then back. And, you know, this is is just what happens with Angel. He got cursed only one time. Yeah, but, you know, it's his... Well, actually, technically... Supposedly now he's cursed with yeah. the soul. But. And let's not forget that time that he uh, beat Buffy in the face. Okay. I know. You like to bring that up. I like to bring that up. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying yeah. like he he wants to be a better man. Yeah. He's trying to we'll, make amends. Eh, like well, that what episode. I'm saying is definitely not team bangle. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, you know what team I am, Sammy Joe? What? If I were to be any team, yeah. who, who do you think? Eighth. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which... <laughs> who's that fangle oh fangle yeah i i am team fangle but i'm also team bonathan or jeffy (laughs) are you gonna make a prediction about that no it's not gonna happen he's he's a he's a muppet for the show it's too bad because he's Mm. just a sweet sweet prince and and our uh, buffy should be all into it well interesting So, uh, yeah, so she tries to kiss him. He pulls away. Um, and then, you know, he tells her that he can be here for her, but not like that, that he loves Buffy. She backs down, but not right away. Like she kind of sort of like, mm, she tries comes again. back. Little yeah. Pack. Um, pack. and then she, she starts to leave, tells, tells him like not to worry about her. Then she asks that if things were different, you know, would things be different between us too? And he's like, we'll never know. And then he tells her to take care of herself. And before she leaves, she kisses him on the cheek. And Buffy witnesses this Ah, from just outside the mansion. These innocent salutations. Mm, Not so innocent. I don't think it was so innocent from the way Faith was doing this. Also, Angel Um, saying uh, we don't, we we will never know. I mean, mm -hmm. that's leading her on. You should have just said, I don't think so. (laughs) Mm, No. Pass. Hard pass. Yeah. But I mean, that's that would he's like he feels like she's being vulnerable, so he didn't want to like hurt her. Oh, we don't want to hurt Faith's so feeling, know. the murdering <laughs> Faith. Oh, okay, angel. Well, she's very unstable. Such an angel. <laughs> yeah, but he can defend himself. He'll be touched all right. by an angel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so Buffy sees this and she turns to leave as well. And then uh, in Faith's swanky new apartment, she reports back to the mayor that she didn't have luck seducing Angel, but the mayor tells her not to be discouraged. He says, there's more than one way to skin a cat, and I happen to know that's factually true. We want to take Angel's soul away. That's disgusting. (laughs) I was waiting for you to react to that. Yeah. I'm not the mayor, Sammy Joe. 
uh, skinning cats. I yeah. don't know. Seems <laughs> okay. like this is a ruse. <laughs> this is a ruse. you're just trying to get a rise out of me. Okay, I know you don't like cats. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but if I skin one, I would die of anaphylaxis. Oh, yeah. this is so dark. We can't. What? <laughs> what are we talking about here? I don't know. <laughs> Let's move forward. Uh, so he says we want to take Angel's soul away. If if we can't do it by giving him happiness, well, by golly, we'll just have to do it in the most painful way imaginable. <laughs> I feel like he needs a Mickey <laughs> you laugh. You went so goofy there. <laughs> no, that's Mickey. That, that's Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Wow, <laughs> Pluto. <laughs> Oh, by golly, we'll just have to do it in the most painful way imaginable. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Gee whiz, have some more milk. <laughs> Itchy and scratchy, that's what you sound like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I feel Simpsons. like I can't do Mickey that well, so. <laughs> well, it's not bad. Anyway, in the library the next day, Wesley and Giles have found nothing so far on the Ascension, so Giles suggests that he contact the Watcher's Council, but Wesley tells him they don't know that, uh, that uh you know wesley's allowing giles to continue to work with him oh yeah so this he's was like, a secret yeah yeah hmm. so then buffy enters in a very mopey state but she's in a very cute dress um Ooh, and buffy? wesley yeah hmm. okay i really liked the dress that she was wearing it was like a long dress like one piece like uh dark kind of like navy blue underneath with like little like off shoulder sleeves and then like a pink thing that went over it oh that was like the same length and it had like it was like straps i don't know i really liked it okay. nice color combo it's very pretty it. that's okay um because i'm so wholesome so, sammy joe <laughs> you can still remember things that people wear and be wholesome <laughs> i'm making a joke okay because um, i'm the mayor yeah Wesley <laughs> commands her and Faith to track down the demon, and she says she'll see if she can track him, track him down. And when he tells her to wait for Faith, she's not happy about that. She's like, that could be ours. Clear- so she's clearly miffed about the last time she saw Faith when she was, you know, pecking Angel on the cheek mm-hmm. the previous night. Yep. But Wesley tells her that it's a job for the both of them because the, diffi- the uh, demon might be very difficult to find. Cue Xander walking in with the demon's address. <laughs> this is great. I <laughs> always love, love when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, courtesy of Willie the Snitch. And at first, Xander says that he beat it out of him, but then he finally admits <laughs> that he bribed him with $28. This is a running joke where, where uh, Xander wants to be the tough guy and beat up Willie the Snitch like everybody else, but uh, he yeah. just can't. He can't. He just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have it in him. Yeah, so he so he bribes him with $28, and then he looks at Giles, and he says, does the council reimburse for that kind of stuff? And Giles says, did you get a receipt? <laughs> That's hilarious. Sandra's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I really liked that. That was good. <laughs> but you know, if the council did reimburse for that kind of stuff, uh-huh. then like it could be very easy for them to be like, hey, council, we need five grand so that we can like get the Books of Ascension from a demon. Like, Is that cool? Yeah. Great. 5K. Send us, send us a check. Right. Wire it over. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they must Western have Union. Of money. Yeah, well, I mean, look at all the tweed that they have. Exactly, they just pull it out of their tweed uh, money basket. Right, there. and they, you know, they can like buy broke down houses and just like shut up vampires in there and yeah. like have tests and stuff. So right, pay, exactly. they probably pay for the Polaroid, you know, film oh, that right. the vampire all that used. Polaroids. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, anyway, so Buffy looks at the address and says that it's in a not so great part of town. <laughs> Big surprise. 
And Giles says, again, see, no standards. I mean, every self-respecting demon should be living in a pit of filth or a nice crypt. And Faith enters and tries to hook her arm into Buffy's, but Buffy pulls away. Yeah. And she, like, says Easy that there, she can Faith. handle this on her own. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Faith, you're acting a little too nonchalant for just trying to hook up with my boy. Well, not my boy, but Buffy. I'm being Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, um, you know, then she, Buffy is kind of like, I can handle this on my own. But then, you know, Faith is like, Faith says that she wants to go with her. She says, share, share. That's fair, right? She always like, she just throws out these like rhymes and it's like, I don't like it. It's dark. You don't like it? I don't you, like it. You don't I like, like the... rhymes, but like the when she says it, it's like. <laughs> I like rhymes, like, but ooh. not your rhymes, Faith. Just It's just the way she says it. It's like. Right like creepy and dark and manipulative and like i see right through you faith faith okay right you're way you can go off ahead and base. rhyme to me all you want yeah but i know what's under there because once you get a taste then you'll outpace and probably buy some mace mm. isn't that the, the turkey case you will baste you start talking about turkey basing (laughs) Uh, so Buffy relents and gives Faith the address Uh, Buffy leaves first and Faith follows uh, or is it the other way around can't remember but Xander comments (laughs) on the tension after they leave Yeah. Um, then we cut to Buffy and Faith entering the apartment and Faith is like a little too familiar okay with this apartment yeah, he's like, I, she's like, I know where this is, and this is. She just kind of like busts in, yeah. and and Buffy is like, you know, we gotta be gotta be careful. And Faith is like, oh yeah. And then she reaches around a corner and like turns a light on. Like, come yeah. on, Faith. Yeah, Faith. you've never been here before, right? <laughs> she's like, hold on, let me get some uh, kicks. They're in the top cupboard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, they aren't. I'm just making a guess. Oh, they, they're there. There they hey. are. Boy, that's we some weird quinky dink, isn't it? <laughs> Buffy. Just that's <laughs> just normally where people put kicks yeah, in their kicks house. Yeah, right there know? in that weird uh, cupboard. Hmm. Right. Oh, this is funny. He has Count Chocula too. That's <laughs> isn't that funny, Buffy? Because of the whole vampire. Oh, you don't think it's funny? Okay. <laughs> All right. So Buffy looks around and sees the dead demon and notebooks and remarks that it wasn't just a hit. This was somebody's idea of a party. Uh which, you know, yeah, it's Faith partying with her murdery heart. Hey-o. Hey-o. Then we cut to the mayor's office, and he offers someone that we can't see a mint, but they say nothing. And then he comments (laughs) on how hard it was to schedule a man of your talents with chanting and sacrificing. This guy's Then we see who he's talking to. It was a man in Bedouin robes, which are uh, like nomadic Arab Oh. tribes would wear these robes um, with only his dark eyes and the top of his nose are uncovered. Hmm. And the yeah. mayor says, hmm? you want to uh, say something? No, about go it? ahead. Okay. Mayor says, you know, I have summoned you. Can you do it? And the mage, he's, he's called a mage in the uh-huh. thing that I read. And I was like, oh, I like that. Okay. So the mage nods and he says, you need anything from me? The mage shakes his head. No. And then Mayor says, you're not much of a people person, are you? <laughs> and the mage says, you have risked great danger in calling on me. The deadliest magics. Re- he has a really yeah, you do it. deep voice. Yeah. 
You do it. Oh, I don't you know. You want the me line. to send you the line? Yeah, yeah. I'll send, send you me the, the line. line and I'll say okay. it because he's got a great FM voice. That's what I wrote down in my notes. I was like, this guy would have a uh, future in uh, FM radio. Yeah. He's just got I one agree. of those boomer voices, you know? Not yeah. boomer like generation, but like booming voices, you know? Mm-hmm. But maybe he's boomer generation, actually. He might be. In the 90s, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so he said, You have risked great danger in calling on me. The deadliest magics are needed to rob his creature of its soul. Something like that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you were a little bit more David Attenborough. Or like oh, okay. a little bit more like like English. you were you were you were no you were just like a little too much in a world in a world yeah all right let me but, let, let me I, take but it very again. good definitely better than you me okay yeah two? go one more time yeah take two all right <clears throat> give me an action soft one soft one don't scare me soft action you have risked great danger in calling on me the deadliest magics are needed to rob his creature of its soul it's kind of the same wasn't it. No, I think that was good. That was, I think that was better. I, f- I feel like I brought it down a little, you know, like I was at an eight before and I brought it down to like 6.2, you know? Yeah, but I think that's where he's at. He's like, he's like very calm, but right. he's like, you know, he's like, he's like when a dad is like, I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. disappointed. Like that's what this guy I'm is. He's like that level. He's like, I'm not flipping out on you, but I'm letting you know that this is serious crazy. shit that you're doing. You're right. And also check yeah. out my radio show at, WZLX Radio 104.2, The Vamp Station. I'm the mage. <laughs> Let's get a check on the weather. What's the weather look like? Thanks. And now back to the music. This next one is The Monkees from 1958. I love this one. <laughs> You're not cutting me off. <laughs> all right. I could do that all night. That's fun. Yeah. This is my good. own fake radio show by the mage. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll maybe have some lines later for you to read. Cool. For him. All right. All right. Got more so fun. he tells him, but he does tell him that it shall be done. And then we cut back to Sunnydale High. Willow and Buffy are sitting in the student lounge. Mm-hmm. And Willow asks a mopey Buffy what's wrong with her. And after a bit of prodding, Buffy finally tells her that she saw Faith at Angels. And she says they look sort of intimate. Mm-hmm. Then she's like, you know, I know. Faith would not do that. And Willow's like, like uh, uh, Faith would totally do that. She was built to do that, okay? She's, she's the do that yeah. girl. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. And Will is uh, wearing her Oshkosh Bagosh overalls. Yes, she is. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Soups adorbs. Soups adorbs. Um, and yeah, but she's but she's basically like, but Angel wouldn't, you know? Right. Um, so she tells her, I too know the love of a taciturn man. <laughs> and that and like she has to so she tells Buffy that she needs to look at Angel's actions. Um, and then she asks her what Angel said. And Buffy is like Buffy tells her like that she didn't talk to him about it. She just bailed. And Willow says, "Enough! Stop with the crazy. Go talk to Angel. Go. I give you leave to go." And she like <laughs> points funny. her finger away. Yeah, <laughs> dismisses her. Right. Go talk. <laughs> so yeah, I love I love this. I love like she's such, Willow is such a good friend. She yeah. instead of like riling her up and being like, oh, I mean, she does get riled up about Faith, but she's you know she's not like she's oh, like Angel. Go what it, this da, da, da. in the bud. Go. F- Go yeah, she's it out. like, go talk to him about it yeah. because I guarantee that's not what's going on. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so why is beyond her years this Willow? Yes, open communication is key. 
Certainly. Uh, so later in Angel's mansion, here comes Faith again. And she kind of like roundabout apologizes to him and then yeah. turns away when he reels back from her touch. And he's in and his then tank he tries, top. He's in his tank top, which mm-hmm. is how we like our angel. Okay? <laughs> is it? I like, mm-hmm, I like that leather is. pants. That's kind of my it's kind of my angel, you know? Yeah. Leather pants on the duster. Yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> well, that's how you like your spike too. I think okay. that's just how you like I think your, I just your gotta, vampire I, I, men. <laughs> yeah, I think I got a, uh, I got a type. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you do. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So he kind of like reels back from her touch, and then he tries to talk to her, and he kind of like puts puts. She like turns away from him, and he kind of like puts his hand on her shoulders to like spin her back to face him and then <laughs> when she turns around he's she's got her hands folded in front of her chest like as if she's concealing something that she's holding and then she says chump and throws the contents of the bottle that she was holding to splash all over angel's chest and it looks like blood it does and then i was like what is this yeah the mage shows up and he chants in another language and blue light swirls all around angel as the mage chants and then angel falls to the floor and the mage kind of disappears back into the shadows i really like that move. yeah like he just cool. kind of walks back and Poof. is like absorbed by the shadows right and faith yeah. walks over to stand above angel and then he gets up vamp face on oh, and yeah. grabs her and kisses her oh this was crazy it's in mm. the dolly and the camera dollies in really hardcore right before a commercial break. He's like, yeah. and he grabs her and like starts yeah. making out with her. And I was like, avert yeah. your eyes, Sammy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, baby Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely seen a lot more intense stuff than, right. uh, than but this. I, I, but I got very point. excited. Even I got in very this excited show. because I was like, mm-hmm. Angelus, we need Angelus more Angelus. Is back. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's back. And uh, then I also wrote, this is why, this is why he is a constant threat. He's much yeah. more fun as Angelus. You are definitely Xander in this episode. And also- <laughs> And we'll get around to that. <laughs> I, I feel like David Boreanaz is a much better actor as Angelus. Angelus. Mm. I think well, he's boring that as was Angel, another thing. but as Angelus, he's really dialing, he, he dialing gets, it in. Yeah, he gets to be a, he gets to have a little more fun with it. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's something that I was thinking about too. And watching this, like especially seeing the transformation in this episode, like right. it's another great. Like we got to see last episode, we got to see Allison Hannigan play you know, a vampire dark version of Willow, right? As well as playing sweet bubbly human willow at right. the same time and we kind of get to see that in this too with you know david boreana is playing two sides of angel yeah. um but then it gets yeah, weird definitely near the end we'll talk about it when we yeah get there. definitely and jealous has a little bit more personality a little bit little more bit, you know a lot of he's, bit yeah this guy's he's like, like over the top angel is like subdued because he's brooding and like feels bad about his actions because you know, he killed all these people and right. basically couldn't help himself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So he's, uh, Angelus is, he's fun. He's bad, but he's fun. He's bad. So back from commercial, Angel and Faith are still kissing passionately. And then Angel, like, really roughly pushes her away, thanks her, and then backhands her, tossing her to the ground, kicks Jeez. her in the stomach. 
He talks about how great it is to be soulless again. And then Faith fights back and they go back and forth for a little bit. And then she knocks him to the ground, climbs on top of him, stake poised above his heart and says, now all you got to do is play nice and call truce and I'll hook you up with the real power in this town. Interested? And Angel says, very. And Faith says, then get ready to meet the new boss. And they kiss some more. Jeez, this is a wild and violent relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wesley is holding court in the library. All the gang is present except Faith, including Cordy and Oz, who has blonde hair now. I don't know if you noticed that, but Oz's hair changes. I did. Yeah, I noticed that. And I also noticed one of my notes is Oz is so still. He just sits there. He, yeah. he barely moves. He just kind of sits there. He's just a calming presence. He just sits there and like he moves his eyes, but he barely moves his head. Yeah. And I wish I was that calm. That's just us. Yeah, he's just very, he's just very calm. I've always got my head on a swivel, you know? Yeah. Left and right. I know. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But he's just like, he's just like, let me sit here and absorb all of this until I have something useful to add. Right. Which is usually not much. It's usually just kind of like, hmm. Well, gotta play but, my guitar. Uh, this time he does. So yeah, that's true. Um, Wesley says that the enemy always seems to be a step ahead, and now he's got the books of Ascension. And Cordelia suggests that he read audiobooks for a living. Although at the time it was books on tape. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, Buffy reports that she can't find Angel or Faith, and Giles tells her that she should retrieve the books and be damned careful while checking the mayor's office, but that she shouldn't confront the mayor. Willow reports bad news when looking into his files. She says, by the time I got through the encryptions, all the files were empty. Guess he saw me coming. Uh, yeah, because Faith told him. Mm. And then Oz suggests that they try looking in the Hall of Records. And so this is where he adds something really great. Mm -hmm. Very useful. And then Wesley, Cordy, Oz, and Willow head out to do just that. While Xander says that he's going to cruise town and keep his ear to the ground, he does not want to be fifth wheel in this group yeah uh and then in the mayor's office faith is showing off her shiny new angelus toy oh boy but uh he's not too keen on working for the mayor you know like angelus needs to be the big the like you know big man on campus the top top gun top alpha whatever alpha dog yeah Yeah. he's got to be the big boy right Okay, he doesn't want to. So he's like, he's like, yeah, you can call me. I was thinking you can call me master or something, he says to the mayor. Okay. So then he starts playing with a letter opener from the mayor's desk. Mm -hmm. And when the mayor notices, Angel says, well, actually, I was thinking of stabbing you through the heart with it. And the mayor's like, "Eh, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. So uh, Angel throws the letter opener and the mayor catches it with the palm of his hand. And by that, I mean, he's, you know, it stabs right through the palm palm. of his hand. (laughs) And then he just pulls it out and Angel watches as it heals instantly. And the mayor says, you see, I'm what you might call impervious. Can't be killed or harmed in any way. And he takes, so he takes the, um, he, oh, he wipes the blade with like a tissue. And Angel says, can't be killed, but you don't like germs? And Mayor's like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he asks Angel what his intentions are. And Angel says, you know, he's going to kill Buffy, basically. Yeah. And no the mayor deal. is delighted with this, but he tells Angel to just make it a slow kill, which of course is Angelus's favorite time, kind. 
because uh, Mayer says like they don't want a replacement slayer anytime soon. So then we cut to a dark Sunnydale street where Xander's walking by himself and like, you know, kind of uh, mimicking Cordelia under his breath. He's like, I love it when you walk, Wesley. I love it when you sing, Wesley. Can you say the words jailbait, Wesley? Limey <laughs> bastard. <laughs> He's jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now everybody's coupling up except for him. Yeah. That's uh, true. So then he he spots uh, Angel and Faith walking towards him, and he starts to tell them to go find Buffy, but Angel socks him in the jaw without yeah, breaking stride. This was hilarious. Angel <laughs> it's just really good. He just punches Xander in the face, and he passes out. And, and then as they're walking away, Angel just go, "That guy just bugs me," and keeps yeah. walking. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of you've seen Robin Hood Men in Tights, right? Well, you've brought this up like a thousand times, and no, I haven't. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting because it's so funny. There's like, there's this guy. So there's like a wedding that happens in the movie towards the end. And uh, there's like the, the abbot is the one who, you know, is like, I don't know what level of priest he is, but mm. there's some level, whatever. He's the one Master like... Master priest. Yeah, he's yeah. the one who's who's like conducting the ceremony. And there's a guy in the audience who's like, hey, I bet. <laughs> like he's trying to get his attention. <laughs> and hey, the guy's guys. like, the guy's like, I hate, I know. <laughs> and he's like, I hate that guy. <laughs> just reminded me of yeah. the scene reminded that me of that. guy just bugs me. And Faith doesn't even react. Me. She just keeps no, walking. No, doesn't he? They just like yeah. keep walking. Right. He, Xander's Straight like business. mid-sentence, punches Bam. him out. Yeah. And then they just keep walking. Yeah. It's yeah. It's funny. a pretty funny scene. I mean, we feel bad for Xander, but it's funny. Yeah. But we all know that Xander's fine because yeah. we're in movie land. I mean, right. And punching people in the face it's seems hilarious. to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to Angel knocking on Buffy's door, Faith beside him. Joyce answers and tells him Buffy's upstairs. And uh, Angel pays a nice little compliment to Joyce for her hair. Uh, oh, nice. Before heading upstairs to find Buffy packing a bag of weapons in her room. Angel kisses her on the head while looking at Faith, who tells Buffy that they got the books at Angel's mansion. And then we cut to the mansion. Uh, Angel tells Buffy, there's been a slight change of plans, Buff, which he only ever has called her when he was angelus. So she immediately knows that something is wrong. Yeah. And she can't believe that he's lost his soul. So she vows to kill him and tells Faith that they need to get out of there. But Faith says... Speak for yourself, B. Me, Uh-oh. I like it here. It's a trap. Like Admiral Akbar from Star Wars. Yeah. It's a trap. Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Right. So Angel knocks Buffy out, and then we fade to commercial. Right. And now, this is what I wrote in my notes. Hey, Buffy, now is it time to dust him? Hmm? 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 Ticking hmm? time bomb Buffy. And now he's hmm. punching her in the face again mm-hmm. punch xander in the face punch her in the face Punch buffy in the face and then it Teaming gets up with even faith. weirder but go ahead yep <laughs> so in the hall of records oz finds something very interesting he brings a book over to the table that um wesley cordelia and willow are all he's sitting like at. look a mad magazine was inside nobody uh-huh. uh, knew yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he brings a book over and there's a very old photo of the mayor Willow compares it to our more recent photo and the resemblance is striking 
Willow says, wow, like father, like son. And Oz says, how about like exact same guy, like exact same guy. (laughs) So Wesley says, Mayor Wilkins is over 100 years old. He's not human. Uh, Thanks, Wesley. Yeah. Oh, really, Wesley? Wow. (laughs) Did you go to uh, watcher school and get your degree in watching to figure that one out? Or is it uh, readily obvious? Yeah. Ding Mm -hmm. dong. (laughs) so then xander enters and tells him that angel is bad again and he is not afraid to say i told you so just like you have said so (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) he also tells him that faith is angel's new playmate and then back at angel's mansion he's chaining buffy to the wall these chains have gotten a lot of use just like the library cage gotta chain up (laughs) all the teenagers on the wall that's what the show's mostly about is chaining uh, who's chained to the wall this week yeah, exactly. And then they struggle, mm-hmm. and then they tease each or, other, or and caught say, We're in a cage. Kill you, it's one or, or the other. In a cage. Yeah, and then there's yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so B- Buffy wakes up as she's being chained to the wall, and Angel and Faith roll out some nice, uh, shiny torture implements, and they take turns taunting Buffy. Faith starts to psychoanalyze herself, and then Buffy reminds Faith that Angel's a killer, and when he's done with Buffy, he'll turn on Faith, and Angel's like, yeah, that's true. That probably will happen. Faith is Um, so far into the dark side at this point. Like, once you start unrolling uh, cloth. Torture implements. Yeah, (laughs) cloth that has a (laughs) bunch of shiny chrome surgical instruments in it. Yeah, there's no coming back from that. Yeah, this is straight up evil sauce. That's just how it is. There's, yeah. there's, there's no reeling back, okay? Yep. You, you mm-hmm. get murder in your heart, okay? Yep. Definitely. And that's that. Seems that's a little that. too far. A little too far. Too far. Mm-hmm. So uh, that doesn't seem to bother Faith, though. And then Buffy asks Faith, like, what's, it, what's in it for you, basically? And Faith says, what isn't? You know, I come to Sunnydale. I'm the Slayer. I do my job kicking ass better than anyone. What do I hear about everywhere I go? Buffy. So I slay, I behave, I do the good little girl routine, and who's everybody think? Buffy. Mm. Everybody always asks, why can't you be more like Buffy? But did anyone ever ask if you could be more like me? And Angel says, I know I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Which I was like, And then um, she says, you get the watcher, you get the mom, you get the little Scooby gang. What do I get? Jack Squat. This is supposed to be my town. Then she challenges Buffy to admit that she thinks she's better than her, and Buffy does. But then Faith reminds her that she now has Angel, and Buffy's like, and how did you get him, Faith? Magic? Cast some sort of spell? Because in the real world, Angel would never touch you, and we both know it. Damn. Oh, but... That is some fighting words. Let me just stop you for a sec here. So this whole monologue when Faith... Uh, is talking about how basically she's jealous of Buffy and how Buffy gets all the cool uh, treatment and she's just kind of swept to the wayside. Yeah, maybe it's because Buffy doesn't have murder in her heart. Well, that, but also I just feel like it was so sudden. Like there was no lead up to this really. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they should have they should have sowed some seeds of discord earlier in the uh other oh, they episodes. did. Are you kidding me? They totally did. Did they? The, I, I well, yeah. Maybe I just didn't pick up on it. Well, okay, so remember Gwendolyn Post, um, yeah. the woman, the like fake watcher right, that right, was right. sent to, 
And the whole time she was like, oh, they're having another meeting without you. Like, yeah. everyone's gathering without you and you're being excluded. Like, I that guess, was her but whole I never, mission. <laughs> I never read it on her performance. I never felt like she was jealous, even though she might have mm. had things, you know, that wasn't that was maybe special treatment towards Buffy and not towards Faith as the Watcher. But I felt like she, I don't know. I feel like there should have been a few more scenes of her, like just side-eyeing Buffy, like, here we go again, always with the Buffy getting her thing, you know? I don't, yeah. I mean, she never really side-eyes her, but I think there are a lot of times where Faith will like show up and be like, oh, something's going on without me again yeah and then like there are times where she's kind of like contemplating this in her like in her little um hotel room thing i definitely feel like they they did a good job of sprinkling this in here yeah. and there but yeah, i don't know i think maybe they should have had a few more scenes anyways you just need it to be spelled out for you hey easy <laughs> <laughs> i feel i felt like they did a really good job of yeah. uh sowing seeds of discord right well the the buffy show can do no wrong (laughs) (laughs) no i mean i think it started with the gwendolyn post thing and then there were just like a bunch of times where faith was excluded from stuff yeah and then she just started piecing out probably because she was filming bring it on but yeah oh that's true (laughs) great movie she just like started not being around yeah so spirit fingers (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah so she definitely feels left out and uh this is what happens she went to the dark side um so faith backhands buffy for for saying that little number and then uh they taunt each other some more and buffy says that she'll stop the ascension and faith says keep dreaming no one could stop the ascension Mayor's got it wired, B. He built this town for demons to feed on, and come graduation day, he's getting paid. And I'll be sitting at his right hand, assuming he has hands after the transformation. I'm not too clear on that part. And all your <laughs> little lame-ass friends are going to be kibbles and bits. Ew. Think about what. Think about that when your boyfriend's cutting into you. Ew. Yikes. Dark. Too dark. Buffy says, I never knew you had so much rage in you. Or Faith says, what heart. can I say? I'm the world's best actor. And then Angel says, second, second best. best. And we get a music sting mm-hmm. and a sl- as a slow-mo as this dawns on Faith and she turns to look at Angel in disbelief. <laughs> did you like the slow-mo or did you think it was cheesy? Say, okay, I'll tell you the truth. I kind of loved it. I love this yeah. turn, okay? Yeah. It was great. It was impactful. Her like, I didn't hair see it swings. Coming. Right. I didn't slowly. see it coming. I love a good twist. But mm-hmm. then I have I have uh, I have mixed feelings about the twist. But I'll let you continue. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, we can talk about it at the end if you want. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So then Buffy says Buffy looks at Angel and she says, "Graduation day. You think we missed anything?" And Angel says, "I think we know everything she knows." And then Buffy raises up her hands, which aren't shackled after all, and she says, "Psych to Faith." <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "Oh man, remember Psych?" Psych, Psych was big. Psych. Everyone used to say it was Psych. Like everything you'd say, psych. and like everything was just lies. Yeah. Couldn't trust anybody because they always said Psych. You'd be afterwards. like, "Oh, I'll just give you a hundred bucks," and they're like, "What?" And you're like, "Psych, I'm not giving you a hundred <laughs> bucks." And it was like, "Oh, here, here's like a lunch tray for you, Psych. Oh, this really? is mine." Oh, oh damn. Man. Let me hold the door for you, psych. Oh, thank you. oh. 
Everything was psyched. Yeah, everything was, was psyched like, in the 90s. It was like you just couldn't trust anything or yeah. anyone. No, it was a rough was time. psyching you out. <laughs> it yeah. sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Faith is not happy that they played her and she yells at them. And the rest of the Scooby game busts in and she throws Angel uh, towards them and then starts fighting with Buffy. And they all kind of like like look on they're like okay i guess they're gonna handle this so faith grabs a knife from the torture implements and so does buffy and then they hold them at each other's throats and this i thought was kind of a cool moment like they both got knives to each other's throats and they're just kind of like looking at each other like what's gonna gonna happen now yeah Yeah. and faith is like what are you gonna do be kill me you become me you're not ready for that yet and then faith grabs buffy's neck and kisses her on the forehead and then runs off It really discombobulates you, you know? You're like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kiss me. So this scene felt very much like when Angel and Buffy were fighting in the mall after she rocket launchered the judge. I don't know if you oh, remember yeah. that, that scene. Old <laughs> <laughs> that old chestnut. That old chestnut. And he tells her, you can't do it. You can't kill me. Right. And then Buffy kicks him in the nads and says, yeah. give me time before walking away. She, that's when she should have dusted him right there. Boom. Yeah. So that's kind of what's happening here is Faith is like, you're not going to kill me. Yeah. You know? Okay. So she runs off. Uh, and then um, it's also a little uh, also a little vamp willow here, you know, with Faith yeah. kissing Buffy on the forehead. Oh, like, yeah. Where is that coming from? Licking, you know, uh, kind of strange. Her face or neck. Yeah. At least she's not licking anything. Yeah. Uh, then a little while later, Buffy, Willow, Xander and Wesley are back in the library. Giles is on the upper level talking with the mage. Uh, who performed the spell on Angel. And Giles thanks the mage for coming to him and for that rather effective light show. And then the mage says, This restores the balance between us, Rupert Giles. My debt to you is now repaid in full. Do not call upon me again. And Giles says, I shan't. Peace be with you. And then the mage says, And with you. And with you. Thank you. <laughs> and the mage walks backward again, like fading into the shadows. Yeah. I Very like this cool. guy. He's I really cool. like that. I want to yeah. hang out with him too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Willow asks what Giles did, and Giles says that he introduced him to his wife. <laughs> so normy. Like <laughs> right? it's not like he did yeah. any kind of crazy like, magic oh, no, thing. He's just like, me. <laughs> just yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Willow's just kind of like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. Um, But Wesley is not happy with the deceptive game that Giles played. He says, well, I for one protest. You pitted Slayer against Slayer in a dangerous charade that could have gotten them both killed without informing me. I'm telling the council. He starts to storm (laughs) off. And Giles says, I think you should. And Wesley stops at that. And then Giles says, we have a rogue Slayer on our hands. I can't think of anything more dangerous. Um... And then, you know, they're all kind of like glad to know more about the Ascension. And Willow tells them, you know, to kind of like look on the bright side because at least Angel's not bad. And Xander says, yes, I feel so much better knowing that he broke my face in a good way. Right. Um, I know again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Buffy's Buffy's like kind of sad. And she's like, he was only acting, Xander. Yeah. It was just an act. All right. Yeah, and she's also, like, saying that more to convince herself than anybody else, I yeah. think. Yeah, okay. Right, exactly. So the next day in Faith's swanky apartment, the mayor doesn't seem to be too torn up about this. Like, he's like, yeah, whatever. We tried things, you know, they don't work. We try something else. Um, so, Easy cheesecake. 
And I also am like, well, I want to know what will send him into a real like things smashing rage. Like what's going to get him to just like throw shit across the room? That's to what get, I want to know. To get who? The mayor. Oh. Like, he's always just like, eh, we tried this. It didn't work. It's fine. Yeah. No, oh, thought, I know. Maybe our next plan will I work. I know. What? He stuck his hand in some poo and then took away all his uh, <laughs> sanitizers. <laughs> that would have him reach yeah he would not be able to handle that <laughs> stuck his hand in some poo yeah or if you or if you sneezed on him and then like took yeah. away his, his purell yeah yeah Ooh. Right. so he tells he tells faith to keep her chin up he <laughs> says you don't see me looking disappointed heck no you know why because i know you'll always have me faith i'm the best the most important friend you'll ever have Besides, you know, once the ascension starts, the in crowd you're so concerned about, whew, they'll be lucky if there's <laughs> enough left of them to fill a pothole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Promise. Still unhappy? Okie doke. I've oh, got two words that are going to make all the pain go away. Miniature golf. Uh, well, and he smiles. And Faith and can't help but smile at this uh, at his childlike excitement. Oh, yeah, him, that's him right. That Ted was a Ted thing. Along great. How about some yeah. mini golf? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about a game of part cheesy? <laughs> How about a game of part cheesy? <laughs> you want some gravy um, with that? Want a little gravy with that? It's <laughs> classic. Want a little milk with that? <laughs> you want a little um, warm milk with that from my mantle next to my <laughs> shrunken head? Well, maybe, you know, the shrunken head like keeps it cold all the time. Ew. Gee he's golly. like he's he's got to just do like spells for everything because he's like look i can't just be getting up 20 times a day to go get milk from the fridge so i'm just gonna do the spell and like make you know make sacrifices to this tiny little shrunken head yeah. so that it just keeps my milk cold all the time you think that's what it does i think so okay <laughs> <laughs> so buffy enters angel's mansion later and he asks how she's uh how she's doing and he tells her that she was a real soldier last night and also acknowledges how hard that it must have been for her um, that he never wanted to go. He never wanted it to go that far. And she says that after I need a little bit of a break and she begins to leave. And Angel says, you still my girl? And you still my girl, Jenny. Jenny, you're my girl. I knew you're you were going to do girl. that. <laughs> I'll teach you how to dangle. <laughs> you can say hair if you want. Forrest Gump. Yeah. That's yes. Great. Um, so Angel says, you stole my girl. And Buffy says, <laughs> always. And she leaves. Ugh, and always. so here's the thing that Even I got to say. domestic abuse. Listen, yeah. hold right. on. Okay. okay. People yeah. always. Oh, please. People, Defend the bangle. No, no. I'm not, I'm not defending them. But All right. Good. There are the, the, you know, people who love like from harry potter we'll say yeah. always because snape said it about how his um his uh oh my god why can i never think of harry potter things anymore like now buffy is taking over my welcome brain and then to I can't your think 30s of harry potter welcome to your patronus. 30s his patronus <laughs> was the same as lily's yeah. And Dumbledore said, after all this time, and Snape said, always. always. And so people have all these things, like, always because always. of them. But, like, before Snape and... I have a, a problem with that because if Snape and Lily got together, uh, Harry Potter never would have been born. Okay, True. so, like, yeah. let's talk about that. But also, before <laughs> the whole Snape and Lily thing, yeah. always 
was a Buffy and Angel thing. Oh, okay. okay. So, all right. That came first. I'm pretty sure somebody else said always after a sentence somewhere I know, else. Probably. But people are always <laughs> like, always. Oh, Snape and Lily. And it's like, no. Well, okay, that came from other one, people. You know? Nobody remembers the Buffy one. Everyone well, remembers because the... because people don't watch the Buffy. They don't. And they are... <laughs> they are... Lasad for that. <laughs> they are <Lissad. laughs> All right, so tell me your final All thoughts, right. Pat. <laughs> so okay, I I got a real. So at first, I really liked the twist where Angel was just acting, right? But mm-hmm. then I really thought about it, and I was like, his performance was so good. dialed in that it was too good. Like mm-hmm. when he grabs Faith and starts making out with, like he is fully on board and into it, which yeah. leads me to believe that. Angel has more uh, vamp angelus in his heart than he does uh, just sweet old Angel who likes to court Buffy around to the movies. Hmm. I think he's got this hidden dark side that is just he's thirsty to let loose, but he can't because he, he likes this girl and he wants to live a normal life. But I think this uh, performance, in quotes, of him vamping out and going nuts and punching uh, Xander in the face, punching Buffy in the face again. He punched yeah. Buffy in the face again. Yet yeah. It's all an act. It's all a big ruse. So it's completely okay because he was just yeah. acting that way so that we could pull the wool over her face uh, eyes or whatever. You know, I don't know. I'm not buying it. I think uh, this guy's got to go. I think he's outstayed his welcome. It's... Uh, it's Dustin time, Sammy Joe. Let's All get right. this guy out. Let's get him out. <laughs> get him out. Get him out. Wasn't get your own Trumpism? show, pal. <laughs> Row off. Shove off. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I am not going to respond to that. Okay, good. But yeah, I mean, definitely being in a relationship where somebody, <laughs> I'm responding to it now, Okay, <laughs> where somebody hits you, even if they're only acting, is uh, not good. Well, I, well, yeah, I was like, oh man, he's so bad when he h- hits her again, you know? Yeah. And then, and then it's like, oh no, he's just joking. He was just uh, acting. And I'm like, but he still punched her in the face. Yeah. I mean, he does say, I never wanted it to go that far, but like also. But I got to dial in my performance, man. Yeah, like, I don't know, maybe... I think there's a more creative way around that than uh, punching Buffy and Xander in the face. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And also making out with Faith super hard. He did have to convince Faith that he was bad, but... I get it, but I feel like there's other ways you could do that. Yeah. I feel like... She didn't actually witness him being bad, so... Right. It's not like she would know if he was being angelic, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's rough. Whatever. All right. All right. Well, I got some trivia for you. Please. Faith was originally supposed to kiss Buffy on the lips. Oh, but I don't can't like do that. that at all. Can't do that on. Why not? What's wrong with that? I liked it. Well, that would have been. Love. <laughs> Sammy okay. Joe. Yeah. But it's not like that. <laughs> she was doing it in like a sinister kind of. I don't know. I like the kissing on the forehead better. Well, because yeah. it's kind of like kissing, it's kind of being like uh like reassuring you know like kissing on the there lips has is... to be more buy-in when you kiss on the lips too like it's yeah. it's almost like the you know you gotta come 90 they come 10 <laughs> like the movie yeah hitch you know it's kind of right. like that it's like <laughs> there's still some some sort of 
it's not consent. You know, you can still steal kisses on the lips, but yeah. you know, it, it's like I feel like her kissing on the lips would have been just a little bit too sexual for I think the it would it would have read the wrong way on TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I think it needed to read where Faith was like you can't like you're not you're right. not ready for that level yet. So like, let me kiss you on the forehead. Like, bye bye, little right. sis. I'll see you later. You know, kind of thing. It would yeah. It would have been talked about. It would have been great PR for the show. Everyone would have talked about it, and then all Maybe. the ratings would have gone up because they're like, huh? Kiss? Maybe. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I think I like. I definitely like it better. Yeah, as I, I think just for the, the story, it makes more sense. Just in the yeah. Forehead. Uh, the mage's spell is in Arabic and it translates to like one of the things that he's saying to Angel is, oh, demon, your soul stay no more. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Very literal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wesley displayed a sense of humor in a line that was cut from the script. He says, you failed in last night's mission because you lacked faith. If you had simply lacked faith a pun from me well <laughs> bet oh, you never thought i had that. the funny in me eh it's <laughs> I <great>. know. <laughs> it's really great i know so i liked that <laughs> mm. eliza dushku recalled that during one of one take of faith kissing angel she pierced her tongue on david boreanaz's fake vampire teeth whoa ouch, ouch. i was wondering about that because i'm like ooh, kissing him with like his teeth like his you know yeah, his fangs are out. Like that's gotta, it's gotta be rough. And rough. he was uh, really going at it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. She also said that she and David Boreanaz um did Faith and Angel's fight scene themselves. She said, "Day one, I did about two punches, and I've learned as I go." Uh, from the enemies episode with Angel, we did most of our own stunts. Me and David have a sick love for fighting. We don't mind coming home with bruises. She says, I love personally watching the show and my friends knowing it's me. I always want to do my own stunts. Okay. Mm. So that's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Buffy wow. this week. Wow. Great. Wow. All right. You um, ready to uh, get into Lost? I am ready to get into Lost. Let's get Season in three premiere. To Lost. This is Lost Season 3 Premiere, Episode 1. This one's titled The Tale of Two Cities, not to be confused with The Tale of Two Kitties, Garfield the Movie. Uh, it's the sequel. So, right. Just want to make but sure. But it is um, a parody. <laughs> well, it is yeah. taken from the Charles Book. Dickens novel. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, original air date is the 4th of October, 2006, written by... J.J. Abrams and Damon Lindelof and directed by Jack Bender. So we haven't seen J.J. Wow. Abrams on the lineup for quite a while. Quite a while. Yeah, we Sammy haven't. Joe. But we do normally see Lindelof and Bender. Yeah, Bender. Yep. Those guys are always in it. But uh, J.J., mm, he's been busy. Been mm-hmm. busy making a Star Trek, perhaps. A Star Trek? A Star Trek. Oh, probably a Star not. War? A Star War? All right, so this episode starts... Wait, wait, predictions. All right, so in episode 49, I said that Walt knows about the other's disguises and that they're... I think they're using one of the other hatches, maybe even the one that's at their camp, to unwind and take off their costumes and just live large and to keep the kids hostage. 
Okay. Last episode, I said, I don't think Locke is dead. Echo might be, but I firmly believe that Locke survives and make it off, makes it off this island or is king of the island. However, this ends. Locke okay. makes it to the end. All right. Uh, backstory, I figured we were going to be kicking things off with Jack again because that seems to be how it goes in the you know first episode of every season. Mm-hmm. I also thought that Penny's dad is somehow involved with the Dharma Initiative. Okay. And those were my predictions. Pat? All right. So this episode starts with an eye shot. We love the eye shot. And series of close-ups of a new blonde female yeah, character who's listening to the song Downtown. 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 Down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the words yeah, either. Yeah, I don't know either, clearly. Uh, oh, but she looks at herself so in the well mirror. So well-informed. <laughs> and uh, she, it seems like she's holding back some emotions. She looks at herself in what? Mirror. Mirror. Oh, okay. How do you say it? Oh. The mirror? mirror. Yeah. Mirror. I mirror, thought mirror, you were like, ball. I thought you were one of those people who just says mirror. 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 mirror? Like you don't say the second half of it, you just in say the mirror. mirror. Yeah. In the Maybe mirror. I'll adopt that. It saves a lot of yeah. time. Honestly, I probably do say that. Mirror, mirror, mirror. mirror. In the mirror. We we all get it. Look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But she's looking at herself. looking at the man in the mirror. And then she's holding back some emotions or something, and she's dancing around the house while also burning her muffins. And she also burns herself in the process. Yeah, it's she a, just like goes to take take the muffins out with no. She doesn't put any gloves on. I've done that. Like, what is I've this lady? It. I've done it. I did it recently, oh, Sammy Joe. Yeah, oh, you're thinking Pat. about something else. Well, you know what, what it is? It's when you put bad it on... example to set for your children. Well, they didn't see, luckily, but Amy oh, saw. She was right next to me. See what happens? She is like put, idiot. <laughs> probably in her brain, <laughs> she was. But you put the muffins on top of the uh, oven, and then you forget yeah. that they're hot, right? So, and then. After a little while, you go to move them because you just got to make mm-hmm. space. So you just move them with your bare fingies. Oh, so you had you them. take you took them out already. It wasn't yeah, like you I were didn't take it right into out of the oven. oven. Yeah, yeah. That when you're, I can understand that a little bit more. But when you're reaching into the oven, it's like have a little yeah. bit more awareness. Okay. Right. Well, she was scrambling because she knew that they were burning. So she's yeah. scrambling, but also yeah. put put on an oven mitt. You know. I'm burning. I'm burning. I'm burning muffins. And then someone rings her doorbell and she opens the front door and we see an older woman who notices a towel wrapped around the other woman's hand. And then the lady at the door calls over to a man who's like next door. He's like working on some plumbing. We just see his feet. You know? Also, she's like, oh, I, bur- I burn my hand. I burn the muffins. I burn my hand. That's I, what she says I burn the muffin. The I burn the hand. And then the lady's like, hey, you still, uh, you, you haven't fixed your plumbing yet? And the guy's like, it's a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. That's weird. Right. And then back inside uh, where uh, there's a book club happening. It's yeah. nighttime. Or no, it's daytime. It's still daytime, yeah. right? Yeah. Nighttime, daytime. <laughs> It's Playing a little game, nighttime, daytime. Nighttime, daytime. <laughs> nighttime, daytime. Uh, and it's a book club. Yeah, it's daytime. They're all yeah, reading a fun. book. Fun. Yeah, you you, you are a book club type of person, right? I can see <laughs> uh, you doing a book club. Well, 
Yeah, I would, but I've never been invited. So <laughs> what? thank you for <laughs> you've never thank been you invited for bringing to a that book up. Club. <laughs> Something that I'm really it's a sore about. subject <laughs> because I think I'd be really great in a book club. I'm like, yeah, I've never been invited. I don't know. You were one? in my movie club, so... and I don't know if you were that great. <laughs> what? <laughs> Remember that time when you got mad at me? Like three so out upset. of three out of the whole 100 movies, we had a fight about it. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got mad about Emily because I think it's stupid that you rated it lower than <laughs> hey, you revenge rated it. That was not a revenge and, rating. Yeah, you won't that admit was it. Not but a revenge rating. You definitely revenge rated it because wow. I rated something else stupidly low. You it deserved it. You and rated Casino Royale like very yeah, low. Yeah, exactly. You remember because you're no, no, no. You got mad that I revenge rating. rated Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's what you thought. No, I, I didn't get mad at that because uh, I was like, yeah, this this tracks. Okay, Pat would hate this. <laughs> uh, and I definitely called you out for calling. Um, <laughs> for calling. Oh, we shouldn't bring this up. Not, let's not bring it up. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, when we watched Dirty Dancing, you called it a little movie. I called and I it was a like, fun little movie. I was like, this a is fun a fun little, little movie. movie. Eight point and I something. Was like, as part of my review. Pa? And Why you wigged out little? saying that it was it me was being a masculine a douchebag. <laughs> by calling it a little movie but then you explained that you were like well it's like all shot on this one place and it was like a small production da, da, da. and i was like okay yeah now, it was a, it was a I little movie it. that could if you saw the um the movies that made us episode about dirty dancing yeah. you could yeah. really realize how little of a budget that they had and yeah. what they had to work with that was so, certainly a little movie <laughs> yes but then we were fine you we you we explained right. our feelings mm-hmm. Right. Open communication is always key to friendships and any kind of relationship. Right. So anyways, be a book club? Mm, book club? I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to be in one. Never got asked. Right. Just don't call anything little. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're, they're, they're in a book club. We see a group of people. They're in a living room uh, along with this new character that we met. And then this guy is like, it's science fiction. Now I know why Ben isn't here. And then he's like, yeah, I they're know. Bas- he's basically trashing the book. And, yeah, he's trashing and it. At some point, we see that it's a Stephen King novel. Right. He says. But we don't I, see which one. I know the host picks the book, but seriously, Julie, he wouldn't read this in his damn bathroom. And then Julie, who we find out Was that's it, her name. Is it Julie or Juliet? Well, he calls I her Julie. I feel like at some point, someone says Juliet. It is Juliet, but he calls her Julie, like short. Okay, all right, I'm not uh, crazy. And she says, well, Adam, I'm the host, and I do pick the book, and this is my favorite book, so I'm absolutely thrilled that you can't stand it. Silly me for sinking so low as to select something that Ben wouldn't like. Here I am thinking that Free will still actually exists on, and then suddenly... There's this crazy slams and shaking of the house and the land. Yeah, it's like an earthquake. Like an earthquake. So I was like, oh, I wonder if they're in like San Fran. Right. Everyone gets up and they head to the door frame for protection. And then Mm -hmm. it kind of subsides and slows down. And then they all head outside and they see everyone else coming out of their home in this like suburban neighborhood, it seems, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is a cult. Right. This is like a cult community going Something, on here. Something's up here, you that's, know. And then that's what I was thinking. We get a shot of none other than Ethan Rom, right? <gasps> the guy who was working Ethan on uh, the plumbing pops up. That's Ethan Rom, who's yeah. who's dead now. Obviously, he got shot by Charlie. If you don't remember, yeah, I do. Uh, remember. Then 
we see uh, Henry Gale, quote unquote, coming out of another house and everybody starts to look around and they look up and they see this plane <sighs> split apart, which is really great CGI. Yeah. Psych. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. They did like a little camera camera like digital zoom rack focus thing to like make yeah, it. Yeah, they look shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I know. If they They've had done kept that a couple it further times. away, then they could have accomplished the CGI a little That's bit better, true. I think. Right? Yeah. They should have just kept it far away, not zoomed in. Like, and... you know, and, and then just have like a toy plane like right. then that breaks off. That and Kate then, is just holding, and she's going, and then it's like a little, yeah. yeah. That would have been That's good. That's what they should have done. It would have been an artistic rendering of the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And then Henry Gale says, Goodwin, did you see where the tail landed? And Goodwin's like, yeah, probably in the water. And then Gale's like, you run, and you can make that shoreline in an hour. Right, Goodwin's the guy who died, you know, with uh, Ana Lucia, right? Yeah. And then he he turns to Ethan. He goes, Ethan, get up there to that fuselage. There may actually be survivors, and you're one of them. And I was like, survivors? Really? When you see a plane crash, the first thing you think is, hey, there's probably people who lived uh, through this crash. Lived through that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but maybe he knows more about plane crashes than I do. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and then he says, uh, a passenger, in shock, come up with uh, an adequate story if they ask. Stay quiet if they don't. Listen. Learn. Don't get involved. I want lists in three days. Go. And then Goodwin, Ethan, they run off. And then uh, Henry Gale notices Juliet is holding uh, a Stephen King book. And then Henry Gale says, so I guess I'm out of the book club. And then the camera widens out that we Mm. see all these houses. And then we boom up and crane up as the music starts to sting. And we see that we're on the island. Yeah, Boom. and we can Lost see tile. the we can see where the plane crashes. Yeah, Woof. what an opening for season yeah, three! Yeah, so I was like, oh shit, they're on the island. Wow, 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 wow! Wow, yeah. Look at this luxury housing development life mm-hmm. they're living in. The suburban island living that they have yeah. going on here, book clubs and, and all. It's, it's crazy because it's this like tiny little Polly Pocket village. <laughs> it is a Polly Pocket s- village. In the like other side of the island, mm-hmm. like in the middle, like all around it is just like. Right. Looks like just like dense trees. And right. then there's just like middle this of the one jungle. spot. Like you, you kind of like have to know that it's there to get there yeah. basically. Yeah. And crazy. I remember, I, I totally remember seeing this the first time around when it aired or when we had the DVDs or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't wait for this episode because i remembered all of this and i was like when's that episode gonna happen but i knew it was at the beginning of a season so yeah yeah it's good stuff um so flashback to dr jack shepherd uh we love jack flashback back flash yeah, so i was right i was right flash jack i was right about that yep and then l- he's looking a little stubbly a little grizzly and mm. he's creepily stalking his ex watching her from afar here. lurking and not smirking no mm-hmm. not having a good time and then no. he wakes up in uh, a stark green light inside a hatch of some sort and he seems to be locked inside a glass case of emotion sammy joe as oh. he tries to walk out of the seemingly open <laughs> wow. door and he smacks himself on some soundproof glass he's like boom he's like yeah 
Please do not walk into the glass. <laughs> and Amy made it funny. She said, hey, it's a jack in the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice one, yeah. Amy. <laughs> I was like, where did that Perhaps. come from? Yeah. <laughs> But I was is like, she, I, is she pretty punny or, or no, not at all, which totally, her? totally caught me off guard. She's been listening to us too long, I think. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love but it. I a told her I was going to steal it for the podcast, but at least I gave her credit, you know? Yeah. That's what I do with Dave too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then we cut to Kate, who's inside a shower room at some nondescript industrial facility. And Tom, mm-hmm. Mountain Santa, the bearded, tells mm-hmm. her to shower. He's the like, bearded. You got a shower? Yeah, that's, that's what you want. A dude <laughs> looking over want. you while you shower. And go ahead, shower. And then she gets a little spooked out and he says, <laughs> Kate, you're not my type. And then <laughs> Tom exits, camera right, and we see Kate remove a Band-Aid and a cotton ball from her arm. It looks like she had her blood drawn or something. Yeah, which, uh, that's wigged exactly me out. what it looks like. I was like, ugh. I hate yeah, seeing well, that. Yeah, well, show me your butts. Remember I said that. <laughs> show me your what? Show, show oh, me your butts. Right. Jack running around screaming. <laughs> that guy running show around, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that, that guy. guy running around taking blood. The needle guy? I dropped yeah. the needle. I need a new one. Come here. Yeah. Huh? Let me see your arm. <laughs> that guy's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, but he's probably the one who took her blood. I love most blood. Likely. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then we cut to Sawyer waking up inside a monkey cage outside. And we can see that there's like a series of rusted out cages for zoo animals or something. Yes, yeah, Sawyer, Sawyer's got it the worst. You think well, so? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Kate, Kate's, Kate, uh, Kate's yeah. at least she's going to shower. At like, least she's going to nice. shower. She and he gave nice, her soap uh, and everything. And but like Sawyer's like in a pigsty. It almost looks like, <laughs> yeah, it's like in some in filth, cage. some dirt. Some filth. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> so yeah. So, but we, Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's it's a zoo, but humans are in cages and the tigers and monkeys get to roam free and like look, That's you know, true. look in at the humans. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I was hoping to get from this. Right. Because we, we did see some zoo animals around and about the island, a boot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The polar bear broke free. Mm, maybe. I don't know. So, so maybe he'll come back and like poke at, you know, poke <laughs> what? At the cage. That's Just what he wants to Sawyer do. in the cage. That's what the polar bear wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, we see some Dharma logos here and there around the cages and Sawyer then sees another boy or man across the way in another cage with his back to him. And he's like, Hey, and the guy like kind of looks over like, <laughs> and he doesn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, where are we? Who the hell are you? Oh, you ain't going to talk to me. Well, you got more important things to do. And, uh, <laughs> Sawyer starts to look around. He sees a button coming out of the wall and, uh, he also sees like a fork and a knife, like in this glass thing. And Sawyer pushes the button, and a voice from the speaker says, "Warning!" And Sawyer no, the pushes... button. The button has a fork and a knife on it. Oh, it, it does. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like so a he's symbol like, oh, of the fork and a knife. Can I get yeah. food this way? You know. Yeah. So he presses That's it. That's what it looks like. And it says, "Warning!" And then he pushes hmm. it again. It says, "Warning!" <laughs> and, and the then, guy, yeah. yeah, the guy across from him is like, "I wouldn't do that again," or something. Right. And he's like, if I want your advice, I'll ask for it. And then he pushes the button one more again <laughs> and is shocked with electricity, flies across the whole cage, crashing into the bars. Just yeah. like rats in a cage. I'm pretty sure I said that at some point. Yeah. That they're mm-hmm. like, just rats in a cage for some, you know, rich right. people's amusement. <laughs> right. You did say that. And then Sawyer's just like, oh, son he's trying to get, He's trying to get kibbles. And then this guy from the across cheese. the way just goes, 
Told you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guy. Then, Real helpful. Thanks, guy. And then back Jackass. to Jack in his uh, little cage of horrors there with the with the glass wall. He sees a chain hanging from the ceiling, and he's like, ah, I'm going to scramble up that thing. So he gets the scramble going. He, he jumps up there and starts climbing up the chain. Yeah, you and know. so he's reaching up, and yeah. we can see. I feel like his tattoos get bigger every time we see them. Like suddenly, sure. and now like goes all the way up bigger. his arm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know They're about more this. pronounced. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go back and like, you know, scene for scene, look yeah. at his t- his tits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you he know, when I have just be working time. out because we're in season three now. You know, he's like, I'm gonna work it, out. No, it's <sighs> so not hard. about his arms being bigger. It's about oh. the tattoos seeming like they're larger. Like there's more to them. Right. But if you like have normal size tattoos and then you work out even harder and your no, arms get big. No, I'm saying it's like there's more tattoo. Oh, 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 not because his muscles are bigger, but it right. just seems like there's more he's to ripped. the tattoos. I got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, he climbs up the chain and then he starts like yanking on the chain while dangling. I'll teach you how to dangle, Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> then, out of the darkness, the blonde woman from the beginning of the episode enters his prison like Roman. He said, and she says, "Stop that." My name this is, is another, Juliet. This is another, like, you know, people coming out of the darkness crossover. Right. Mm-hmm. Got Lots the mage of coming out emerging, of the darkness. Emerging yeah, from emerging. the darkness. Emerging. Flashback mm. to Jack meeting up with his ex, played by Julie Bow- Bowen, you know, of mm-hmm. uh, modern family fame. And yep. he says that she's pretty, but then starts in intensely interrogating her about the new man that she's with and what's well, his name and who she's so <laughs> there it seems to be some kind of divorce like proceedings, proceedings. Yeah. and she's like where's your attorney and he said that he like he fired him right and so i wrote oh jack you dumb slut don't fire your divorce attorney <laughs> jack you, you never dumb fire slut the divorce attorney <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know this from you know from experience but no. it's just like it's just always a bad idea okay, okay. divorces go wrong right you can't represent yourself all right never no. works out so and then he yeah he's like interrogating her and it's bad you're right. stupid it's bad he's like who what what is his name very scrambling and she just kind of like looks at him and then she just stands up and walks away and i like that yeah. hashtag girl. stop the scramble hashtag yep. walk away from the scramble hashtag don't encourage the scramble yeah. Okay. Hashtag shut down the scramble. Shut down the scramble. Hashtag leave the scramble. Yeah. And I was thinking, I don't think that the way Jack acts in this show has aged very well. Like the way no. he portrays himself, I don't yeah. think is how men can relate anymore. Maybe back in 2004, really? men would look at the way Jack is operating with the with his women <laughs> or or this woman at least. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they're like, "What?" <laughs> you know, it's, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to put my put myself in 2004. Uh, I don't norms. know. You don't. So you don't think like a man would be kind of like overly jealous and no, no, no. I think raging it's, I, about his his ex wife no, being is, with another man. No, no, no. I think that totally happens all the time. Even now, mm-hmm. what I'm mm-hmm. saying is that back then, I think it was a little bit more culturally acceptable as like just something that happens. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, like when I see it, like it's so cringeworthy. It's like, oh my God, Jack, like this is, 
this doesn't seem this is not oh, it's even definitely close cringeworthy to but i also feel like that would still happen today i think there oh, are plenty still, of men it certainly who... still happens today it's not what i'm saying i'm just saying it's... well we've talked about this before too that like um like we talked about this especially in the go fish episode where buffy was trying to say no to like the swimmer guy yeah and he was like still he was like still te- like trying to come on to her and yeah. she eventually like broke his nose on his steering wheel right or like almost broke it um that a lot of times i i don't want to generalize but but it seems like men are not uh accepting a rejection as well as women are and so mm, this is a wild generalization. <laughs> it is a generalization, but I think it's a true one. Mm, um, okay. I think, you know, obviously there are men who are fine with, re- with rejection and there are women who are not fine with rejection. But generally speaking, like men are not are kind of like conditioned to not be able to handle rejection. And so Jack was rejected because Basically, he ignored his wife for so long that she was finally like, okay, I need to leave the situation and like, I'm ha- I'm going to be happier with somebody else. I don't think what she did was right. Yeah. But, you know, like now he now he's lost her and he doesn't know what to do. And so he's being like crazy obsessive because he yeah. doesn't he like cannot handle the rejection. It's over the top, buddy. Yeah, so I definitely think that men still get like that. I don't think it's acceptable. I don't think it was acceptable then. I, But I think you're right. It was probably more commonplace then. Yeah, um, I just feel like more male movie stars and things like had sort of this uber masculinity that was yeah. more accepted back then. You know, toxic that's what I'm masculinity. Yeah. yeah, which we which we are now labeling as toxic and like trying to help men recover from that. And like, you know. <laughs> right. Okay, so... Cut to Kate in a towel after a shower. She opens her locker and discovers that her clothes have been mysteriously taken and replaced with this beautiful flowery sundress. And, and then- also they show the they show the floor mm-hmm. um, when she goes from the shower to the locker. Yeah. And they must have shot this scene a few times and didn't wipe down the floor because you could see wet footprints. Oh. Like wah, wah. like she like they you know, she tracked walked it, a few and times she kind of like way. gone a few times, and I was right. like, "Come on, guys, come wipe on, down the floor between takes." Right. All right, back to one. And mm-hmm. then script person's like, "Um, should we wipe or up just the... just cut away? Don't don't show the floor because that's a bitch to have to wipe it down and like yeah. not make it like make it not look shiny. You know, whatever. Right. Like, just, also, just why cut, are we why, why are we out. starting on the feet and tilting up? Is that necessary? Is it? I don't even think they were doing that. I think it was oh, okay. just that you could see the feet in the scene. Okay. So I would have just suggested cutting, cutting out the feet. Gotcha. You know, if All I right. were doing this. If you were the editor or the director. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cut. Yeah. Uh, she opens her locker, discovers that her clothes are gone. She's got a sundress, and then Mountain Santa, beardless, appears with an impressed yeah, I don't whistle like. like this. <laughs> Good thing they had a dress that perfectly fit her, eh? Yeah, and then tells Kate that he's waiting. And then Tom leads Kate in her very nice dress out to Henry Gale, who creepily yeah. awaits in his, in his tiki hut on the beach. Love Shack Passion Suite. <laughs> it is a passion suite. It's fully stocked with food, French press coffee, Sammy Joe, and uh, hand- oh, yeah. handcuffs as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, what, right. the basic essentials for nice breakfast on the island. And he asks her to put them on. And then he's like, tighter, 
you need to put them on tight. Yeah, she's like, no do I have to? <laughs> she's kind of like, do I have to? Right. And then, you know, she's like, he's like, well, if you don't, then you won't get any coffee. So she right. puts them on. Like, yeah. Well, I really want coffee, so I guess I better put on I these hands. I guess I'll put them on. I mean, I would do it for coffee, too. I'd oh, be like, yeah. you already you got me like, in your custody. Say no more. Let's... Say no more. Yeah. I'm like, how tight? You want You want them cutting into my wrists? Okay, no problem. Mm-hmm. No problem. Can I get that coffee? And what do you, what do you got uh, for sugar? What is your half mm-hmm. and half? Oh, it's No half it's and lukewarm. half. No cows on the island, Pat. Talk how about long it. has it been milk. out? <laughs> 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 All right. So let's do some lines, Sammy Joe. Okay. You want to be Kate or Henry Gale? I'll be Kate. All right, go ahead. What did you do with Sawyer and Jack? Now, why Sawyer? Why Sawyer what? He's the first one you asked about. What did you do with Sawyer and Jack? You don't know me. You don't know me. (laughs) Of course I don't. I want my clothes back. We burned them. Why did you bring me here? Why did you make me put on this dress? Why are you feeding me breakfasts? Breakfasts. I brought, <laughs> Multiple. I, brought, I brought you here so you'd look out at the water and feel comforted. Comforted that your friends were looking out at the same ocean. I gave you the dress so that you'd feel like a lady. And I wanted you to eat your food with a real live fork and feel civilized. I did all those things so that you'd have something nice to hold on to. Because, Kate, the next two weeks are going to be very unpleasant. Wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, also, uh. when he says, I gave you the dress so you'd feel like a lady, I was like, <laughs> oh, don't like that. That yeah, makes me I know. real uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. Feel like a lady. Serial killer siren going You're off right. in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the music so stings. feel like a lady. <laughs> and we linger on an extreme close-up of Kate's face. She's like, <laughs> Flashback to Dr. Jack on the phone. (laughs) Just gonna, okay. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Still talking, (laughs) still stalking uh, Sarah, his ex, dialing all the phone numbers on her cell phone. Maniac. Yeah. And his father, Christian, enters. And Jack then calls the next number on the list, which happens to ring right in Christian's pocket. And uh, Jack doesn't like this. Jack rages at the revelation. Wouldn't you have known, though, as you're putting that in, that that's your dad's number? Most people don't know their parents' numbers, I feel like. You know? Mm, you know your dad's number? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you my dad's. All right. Well, there you go. Boy, that's I really sh- shot that one. To... <laughs> yep, I did. <laughs> Maybe back then I would have, but like yeah. now I don't as much. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, he rages and questions why he would be calling his own father and then calls him a drunk. And then Father Christian tells him, let it go, Jack. And then he walks out. Back in well, the green Christian, hatch. Christian tells him that he's like being obsessive and he like well, he's like, I know yeah. I can relate or something like that. Right. And then Jack says, being a drunk is not being obsessive. <laughs> right. But I'm like, Jack, uh, what? Like, okay, huh? but is one better than the other? Like, what are you trying to say here, Jack? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't mm-hmm. really feel like you've made a good point there, buddy. Jack's scrambling hard. He is so scrambling hard and it's for once i agree with daddy he shepherd here yeah yeah what, what, what dax say no i i agree with daddy shepherd i said oh daddy shepherd <laughs> he said dax shepherd i was oh. like what did what dax say <laughs> that's funny <laughs> uh, i don't okay. know 
So back in the green hatch with the glass, Jack yells at the broken intercom that's sputtering out some random noises, including a repeat of his father saying, let it go, Jack, which I thought was creepy. Let it go, let it go. And then Juliet then enters with a tray of food, and it's a delicious sandwich. But toothpicks in it? Toothpicks. What is this? What am I, a child? This is weird. Oh, I love toothpicks in the sandwich, Sammy Joe. You do? Give me a sandwich. Oh, yeah. Love to take them out. Use them as little swords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just makes it taste I'm like, better. I'm like, lady, I can eat a toothpick. Or I can, <laughs> you can, I can you eat You sure can eat a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> but Jackie, not interested. He would rather scramble and yell at her. And the broken yeah. intercom. He's like, hey, yo. <laughs> it's like, all right, Jack, <laughs> calm fix down. Fix this intercom. Hey, <laughs> right. hey, I don't need your sandwich. I need you to fix this intercom, right. lady. Yeah. Okay? Hey, yeah. call in Radio Shack. Hey, lady. Four stars, I'm going to leave the Yelp, all right? Broken intercom. Uh, thought I could walk out the front door, but I can't. Hit my face in the glass. Four, Windows four out of five shiny. stars. But you know what? I do like the green light. So four out of five stars. And the bed is comfortable. Great place to think. Nice acoustics <laughs> for when I sing uh, mm-hmm. my scramble songs. <laughs> <laughs> I was born a scrambling man. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, we get a close-up of the sandwich shot, which reveals that it's a very tasty grilled cheese. Sammy Joe. Mm. Grilled oh, cheese. Oh, yeah. That's where grilled it's at. Cheese. Oh, so With hungry. toothpicks. Yeah, it's so good. And Juliet's like, are you married? Hey, Pat. Pat. Mm, what? Toothpicks can be steaks. Yeah, that's think true. Think about that. Okay. Okay. Just think yeah. about it. So you know what I would do? I'd just make all the vamp sandwiches, and I'd break the toothpicks like in quarters and just hide them in the grilled cheese. And then they'd stake well, themselves in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, but you have to, if you're going to stake them, it's got to be in the heart. So oh, really? Work. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was the rule. Yeah. Stake what? In the how did you, how? I mean, it makes sense now that you're saying it. We're like I just, 50 episodes into look, Buffy almost. I got it. You don't know that? <laughs> There's so many, so many rules. The vamps, you know, no silver. Beheading. No wood, the heart. Beheading. beheading. Put them in the sun. Yeah, holy water them burns the them. Jeez. Stake through the heart. Okay. You want to just give me a cliff notes or like a I just did. cheat sheet on a I just notebook did. card, you know? Okay, that'll be next year's calendar. Thank you. All the all the ways to kill a vampire. It I'll do a little drawings for you. will be 100 episodes in at that point, and I still mm-hmm. won't know. <laughs> I'll do little doodles. Right? <laughs> Steak heart. Okay. I'll have your kids. I'll have your kids draw the doodles for me. Oh no, we can't <laughs> do that to them. <laughs> All right. So Juliet says, "Are you married?" And he's like, "No, never saw the point." What about you? What's your job besides making sandwiches? And she's like, "I didn't make the sandwiches. I just put the toothpicks in." When your plane crashed, okay, lady. Uh, where were you flying from? And Jack's actually honest here. I thought he was going to lie, but he says, Sydney. <sighs> and she says, yeah. what, what were you doing there? He's like, it's bringing my father home. And uh, she's like, why would you go all the way to Australia just to- Because he Because he was dead. <laughs> and Julian's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Jack's like, he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. Thanks. And then she's, she gets real with him and she says, you can trust me, Jack. I'm not going to hurt you. I don't know, says, lady, mm-hmm. because if you're reading Stephen King and that's your favorite book, like you, just you might Carrie. you might be sicker than than Henry Gale, <laughs> sicker than sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Jack says, "What the hell is going on here?" And then Juliet just kind of walks out, but she also takes a bite of the sandwich as she walks out. Yeah, she's like, "See this, you son of a bitch! I'm gonna eat your sandwich, and I'm yeah, gonna well, love it." I think she's also showing him like you can trust these sandwiches because I'm eating them. I'm eating it. 
Okay. That's true. I didn't think about that. I thought she was just like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, I'm eating your here. sandwich. Mm, no, I don't think be that nice. was Be nice. Learn to be nice, Jack. Uh, so back with Sawyer and the boy in the cages, and this boy picks the lock to the cages and lets Sawyer out. And it's this a boy, trap. Yeah. And they, they, uh, they uh, drag him back to the cage so the others, you know, are dispersed because the alarm's going off and it's pretty chaotic. And they catch up with this boy and they drag him back to the cage and force him to say, I'm, I'm sorry I, I involved you in my breakout attempt. And he's all bloody. Yeah, up. his name was Carl. They tell him because they Mountain Santa Carl. tells him that he needs to apologize. All right, Carl, go ahead and apologize. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, pretty so much. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if with if Carl was one of the tailies who was taken. Mm. Oh, maybe. Mm. Mm. And then Jackie on the uh, paranoid scramble. Uh, yeah, he he's crashes. gonna wind up in uh, anger management class. This guy. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. Locke. Jackie's on a paranoid scramble. He crashes his dad's AA meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, that's the next scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His yeah, dad he comes in and he's like, hey, So he, fo- he follows his dad. His dad. Follows he, him. He's, so it starts off in the hospital and, yeah. and uh, uh, Jack's daddy's phone rings. Right. And he's like kind of like, laughing <laughs> and whatever. Yeah. And Jack is watching all of this. He's in the middle of like treating Fuming. a patient. Yeah um jack is and the and the the like physician's assistant or i'm not sure another doctor who's in there with him is like asking him questions and he's just like watching his dad yeah it's like it's like the counselor or the moderator that's what it is yeah um yeah yeah, i don't i don't know much about hospital stuff so yeah uh so then he his dad leaves and he follows him to yes an aa meeting that he just busts in and crashes yeah and and yeah and so uh christian is like look around like look at where i am right yeah yeah check this out all right and uh jack's like give me your cell phone the moderator asks oh no this this happens later what (laughs) see this is where i got confused no No. No. What happens is it starts, this scene starts as a flashback when they're mm-hmm. both in the hospital. Okay. And Christian gets a phone call and he is laughing and Jack is in the middle of like surgery or treating a patient. Oh, that's right. And the okay. other doctor that's in there with him yep, is yep, trying yep. to ask him questions. And okay. Jack says, uh, Jack says, you know, uh, he or he like doesn't respond because he's just focusing on his dad on, who's right. on the phone. And then his dad leaves and Jack follows him to the anger management class. He busts into the anger management class. Right. Okay. And, All right. And Back this is when the moderator here. is Got like, it. join it. Why don't you join us, Jack? He said, and he's like, he how says, do you know you who must I be am? Jack, is what he says. Yeah. Why don't she. you grab a chair and join us? Which she She's says. She's a woman. She, I know. I know. And then okay. <laughs> Jack says, you know me? And she says, you know yes, your father's told us all about you. I'm sure all great things, too, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, Jack, he's smart sweetheart. He's the best. He doesn't scramble at all. Like Never scrambles. Totally minds his P's and Q's. And then yep. Jack says, yeah, what's he told you about me? What did, what, what did you tell him about me, Dad? That your son never really had it? Not like the old man. I didn't have the will to work it out. My life, my job, my marriage. What did you Yikes. tell him about my marriage, Dad? You want you want to know how he manages his marriage? A bottle of scotch every night before dinner. And then the moderator reveals that your father's been sober for 50 days now. 
and we're very proud of that. And then wow. Jack still scrambling, not not impressed. He's like <laughs> fifty days, and I <laughs> think this is the fiftieth episode of Lost. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Too funny. Too funny. And then he's like, "Wow, Dad, I wonder what helped you turn that corner. Do you think maybe it was the new lady friend? Do you think maybe that's what?" And then he's like, "All right, huh? I'm not gonna let you talk to me." And then they start to scuffle, big time. And then uh, Jackie just basically throws his dad. It's yeah. crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. And then back in the other's new hatchy hatch with old Jackie Jack, he's getting the scramble going, scramble yes, in his heart. 50th we... episode. I was right about that. Just oh, wanted to look right. it up real quick. So <laughs> 50 days, 50th episode. Wow, our episode look 51. Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. Look at that. A lot of 50s. Look at, this. Look mm-hmm. at that. Nifty, nifty. Look who's 50. Nifty, nifty. <laughs> we see Jack in his cell and Juliet starts to enter and jack sprints directly at her and he takes the uh, dark yeah, I knew weapon this was gonna happen you mm-hmm. dumbass <laughs> and puts at, least sharp... take, <laughs> at least take the water bottle and the like zapper dart thingy that she right. drops yeah mm-hmm. stupid but he puts a sharp piece of broken plate to her throat you know improvisational violence for jack you know? yeah he couldn't just take the zapper dart thing right he's like which way out and she's like don't do this jack don't don't and he drags her like over to the door. He's like, open it, open it. She's like, no, I can't. Jack, if I do that, we're going to die, all right? And she, and he's like, open the door. <laughs> and then Henry Gale is just there all of a sudden. And he says, she's telling the truth, Jack. And then he's like, I swear to God, I'm, I'll kill her. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, okay, have her open the door and she dies anyway. We all do. And then Jack pushes her away. And starts to open the door anyways. I'm like, of course. Of, of course. course he does. Here we go. Here we go. This is what Jack does. Scramble, <sighs> yeah. scramble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Henry and Juliet start running away from the door. And Henry runs out of the door and quickly closes it behind him, leaving Juliet alone with yeah, Jack. Yeah, he's like, hey, hey. Yeah, hey, hey. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and then we hear a loud creaking sound and a whole bunch of water comes flying in through this door and yeah. throws Jack, you know, back. And Juliet grabs Jack <laughs> or they grab a pipe and then they work together to uh, close this door. It's like Titanic up in there. Oh, that's true. It is kind of like Titanic, cl- closing yeah. the port door or something. Mm-hmm. When, and then, they're, when they're down in the... In the s- right. Doors. In the what? Storage? Storage? Storage. I'm pretty sure it's storage. Storage. Well, it's like, (laughs) it's... In the... Steerage. Steerage. That's what I'm thinking of. We're both close, okay? (laughs) I'm Um, like, I keep wanting to say sewage, but it's definitely not sewage. They're not in the sewage. sewage. Nope. Steerage. Steerage. Right. So, uh, and then just as they close the door, Juliet just... Pops someone, blam! She just yeah, nice punch. Right? She yeah, Everybody's she getting just punched. Fists Crossover. up, gives Doctor Scrambler a knuckle sandwich. Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably needed that. <laughs> he did need it. He didn't want the other didn't sandwich. Have juicy juice. So he got this sandwich. <laughs> you know? yeah. Cut to Good Sawyer one. in the cage. We see Sawyer stretching out his hand to reach a little boulder thing, uh, just outside the cage. He grabs this rock. And he pulls it into the cage and he throws it on uh, one of the levers. Mm-hmm. And then he takes his shoe and throws it at one of the other button things at the same time. And then a little ditty plays through the speaker. It's like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and like then, he just won the lottery. 
Right, and a voice says, reward, reward. And we see a pink fish-shaped cracker plop out of the machine. <laughs> so weird. And Sawyer picks it up looking at it. And he's like, oh, come on. Unbelievable. And then a bunch of pellets come out too. Like, yeah, a little Sawyer kibble. <laughs> Sawyer kibble. <laughs> yeah, I know. Would you eat that, Sammy Joe? Would you? Uh... Um, if I didn't have anything else, yes. Yeah. If you, how long? How long do you think it'd take you to start picking that up to eat? Listen, Pat. Um, <laughs> Forty my forty-five minutes. <laughs> I have tried cat food before. Of course you have. So you're like you know had to know what it tastes like. Little dry wait, cat food kibbles. The, ugh, it's very it salty. Like? Really? Very salty. So ugh. it makes sense to me now why Willow is always trying to get our food when we're having salty stuff. Oh, like okay. if I got potato chips, she's like, she's like, oh yeah, I want that. My cat like potato it's like chips. Like very high too. salt content. Mm-hmm. You yeah. had a cat, so you weren't always allergic to cats? No, I wasn't allergic to my cat growing up, Kitty, which was a black cat. Isn't that fun? Oh, named Kitty? Wow. Named Kitty. So we original. think of a name, so we just went with Kitty. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the beardless, man, uh, beardless Mountain Santa enters with a very nicely dressed Kate, a.k.a. Freckles, in her sundress. He's like, hey, you got yourself a fish biscuit. How'd you do that? And Sawyer says, I figured out your complicated gizmos. That's how. And then this guy, Tom, <laughs> Mountain Santa, says, only took the bears two hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like mad. He's like, how many of them were there? And then he turns to Kate yeah, and says, like, hey, there's okay, there's Freckles? multiple bears. They're all working together. It's not it's just me over here. Yeah. I, got, I had to get I had to get a rock and a shoe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He's like trying to defend himself. Right. I'm so smart. He I checks read, in on read Kate a lot of books. <laughs> from across the way in the other cage. And she's looking a little like scared, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, how you doing? She's like, uh, uh, or, or he says, you okay? And she's like, yeah, you. He's like, just swell. I requested that cage, but whatever. Nice dress. <laughs> and then, uh, he says, you hungry? And he tosses the fish biscuit over to her. And she like, <laughs> hungrily, she goes at it. Like she's yeah. famished. I'm like, didn't you just eat a big meal in the passion suite? Well, who knows how long it's been since then. That's true. I guess it could could have been some, you know, a ways. So yeah. back with Jack but and also, Juliet. Then, mm -hmm. then the it cuts away and we see them sort of like looking at each other. Yes. Um, in the cages and i thought that was i thought that was very sweet you it know, was he nice threw, he got, they, they're he got sharing this a moment. fish biscuit and fish he threw bisque, it yeah he didn't like break off half of it he tossed her the whole thing right i was like that is love okay they're so friends. now i'm softening yeah. i'm softening you, sawyer can you believe this three seasons in you're softening to sawyer yeah but you, you want to you want to murder this guy in first Listen, season that's what makes me so great, Pat, because I what? learn. I learn and I okay. change. I'm able to change my opinion. I don't okay. just stand by my opinions when I'm given new information. All right. I can change my opinion. Well, I appreciate I that. That's what makes me a great human. And I give you all the glory Vote for, for that. me <laughs> for number one podcaster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is political. All right. Let's do some lines back with Jack okay. and Juliet. Okay. All right. You want to be Jack or Juliet? You do a great Jack, so. Okay. Yeah, you be Jack. 
It's an aquarium. Excuse me? This thing's for what? Sharks? Dolphins, too. We're underwater, are we? Yes. Is this one of their stations, the Dharma Initiative? They called it the Hydra. So you people are just whatever is left over of them? Well, that was a long time ago. It doesn't matter who we were. It only matters who we are. We know exactly who you are, Jack Shepard. And she's got a file in front of her. I don't know if you said that. She's like sitting at a table. Folder. She's got a manila fat folder. (laughs) Fat stacks of paper. Right. All all the deets. Binder clips and stuff in Mm -hmm. there. Right. Highlighters. And Mm -hmm. she says, and then Jack Jackie says, You don't know anything about me. We know that you're a spinal surgeon based out of Saint Sebastian's Hospital in Los Angeles. I know that you went to Columbia and that you graduated med school a year faster than anyone else. I know that you were married only once and that you contested the divorce. I know your father died in Sydney. I know this because I have a copy of his autopsy report. How did you get... Also, he just told you. How did you get... We got it. Oh. Oh. Shit. Yeah. And then he asks she's about. She's got a guy. They got a guy, you know. Oh, they got a guy. They definitely got a guy. Yeah. And then he then asks about his ex wife, and we cut to Jack in jail in the slammer after beating up his dad. And then they announce to him that someone has posted his bail. So he gets out to see that it's Sarah, his ex, who posted his bail and mm-hmm. announces to him that his dad had called her and that she called him a cab. And then he chases after Sarah and again starts to question her about her new man because he wants to know. And there's and, a guy that's standing like by a car. So he's like, is that right. him? Is that him? Ah! He's losing his mm-hmm. mind. Can't handle it. And then Sarah she tells- She goes back to the cops and she's like, you know what? Just take him back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what What difference does it make if that's him? And he Jack's like, it just does- and she's like, it's not going to change anything. And Jack's like, look, I want to know. I need to know who he is. And she's like, it doesn't matter who he is. It just matters who you're not, Jack. Ooh. Your father, he called me to help you. He was so drunk, I could hardly understand him. Look at the bright side. Now you have something to fix. Oh, oh ouch. Wow. Cold, that cuts Sarah. deep. Oof. That's that cold. Cuts- Deep, Real Sarah. deep. And then back in the Hydra hatch, Jack is, you know, he's near tears. And Juliet mm-hmm. asks him what he would like to know. And he wants to know if Sarah is happy, which Juliet reassures him that she is happy. Very happy. And I'm like, yeah, because you're on an island, you big fat scrambler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She then requests to bring him food again, but this time he has to sit in the farthest corner. And she walks out of the prison cell to see Henry Gale waiting there. Creepily. Well, that's what she she had asked him to do before, right. and he did that. But then he rushed her, and so this time right. she's like, "Now you got to do it and sit there like a good right. little boy. Shut up, yeah, and let me put the food tray down." It didn't work out the first time, Jackie. And her right. voice is very soothing. It is great, great. I don't know if voice. I like it, like if it's like gonna be a sinister thing. Because again, she loves if she loves Stephen King. I don't know what yeah. she's reading. That could have been Gerald's game that she was reading. That movie, that, <laughs> that book is crazy. Yeah. Okay. Right. 
But she walks out and she sees Henry Gale waiting there creepily. And he says to her, good work, Juliet. And then Juliet kind of sighs at him. And then sassily she says, you're welcome, Ben. And then close up of Ben's face, not Henry's, Ben's. And boom. Ben. Lost title. Wow. Wow. Oof. Crazy episode, huh? Crazy episode. I mean, the beginning was pretty uh, crazy. Jack. We still get to see a lot, but it's mostly just people tied up, you know, trying to get out. Yeah. And then just more. Yeah. You know, Jack Shepard. Yeah. Yeah. So you want some uh, trivia or you got any last thoughts? Give me on some this? trivia. I have oh. some thoughts, but. All right. Yeah. Let me give you some thoughts. All right. I'll give you one thought. Give me a thought. Um, I thought it was interesting that we got two different people's flashbacks in this episode. I don't think that's happened before. Because we start with a Juliet flashback. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And then we have Jax. Mm, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that was kind of like a cold open flashback. And then we rush into Jax flash Jax. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Because even in the, what is it? The other, I want to say the other. days or something. Well, yeah. I wanted to say the other 28 days too, but I think that I'm just thinking of 28 days later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. So whichever episode that was, it was it still just followed Ana Lucia, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it? No, that one, the other 28 days, that was just like flashbacks of everybody in the tail section. Mm. That was like just showing their whole, like it caught you up to speed on the tailies. But didn't it mostly follow Ana Lucia? Uh, well, she was a big part of it. Yeah. But I, but there was no flashbacks in that episode, except for the whole episode being a flashback on the island. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. The other 48 days. The other 48 days. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, some trivia. This mm-hmm. was the first episode that JJ Abrams was directly involved in since the show's first season. All right. He's back, wow. baby. Yeah. JJ. It's cool. Uh, in the beginning, uh, the cold open, the song Downtown. Do you know who is uh, who the song is by? Is it by the same people that did the song that opened season two? I don't know, but it's Petula Clark. So, I don't know. Probably, Probably not. I don't think so. I don't think it is. Uh, I found this one interesting, but I don't know if it's true. But Tom and Ben both do a very subtle namaste-style bow. So Tom does it in the shower room when he tells Kate that he's not his type. And then Ben does it at the very end when he tells Juliet that she did a good job. It's a little namaste. So interesting. Mm -hmm. That seems that that would align with the Dharma Initiative. Namaste. Although namaste is means the light with me the light in me bows to the light in you i think there are different interpretations but that's that's generally what is accepted to mean um that's nice it's sanskrit for the light in me bows to the light in you Hmm. and if they're doing it though to like manipulate and control people i don't feel like that is a legitimate namaste Mm -hmm. but they're not saying namaste so right that's true uh, Juliet asks Jack what he does professionally, and Jack replies snarkily that he's a repo man, which uh, was originally, it was Hurley's original backstory, was a high-profile repo man. Huh. Huh. High-profile repo man. That's yeah. interesting. 
kind of like dog the bounty hunter <laughs> yeah no, that's bounty hunting that's not yeah. a repo <laughs> no <laughs> uh mm, that's so the, interesting mm, can't the tell book, you why okay the <laughs> book club is uh reading carrie by stephen king they're reading carrie okay carrie. but we don't ever actually see the title we just see uh, stephen we do king. it at one point i think it's in the background at one point okay yeah, they mention it, Stephen King, but they don't mention Carrie. But you do well, see it. Well, yeah, I do. We do see that it's Stephen King, but I, right. I didn't see the actual title mm-hmm. of the book. Michael Emerson, who plays Ben Linus in season two, known as Henry Gale, was originally contracted to appear in just three episodes, but the producers were so impressed by him that they yeah, contracted him farther. Yep, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Really good. So that's mm-hmm. the trivia I have for Lost. Wow, that's it? That's all you have? You don't have anything about A Tale of Two Cities? No, nothing. That's in- Okay, so first of all, <laughs> Tale of Two Cities is a Charles uh-huh. Dickens novel, right. which is which was like, uh, what's his name? What's, what's, the, what's the guy who blew himself up? Maybe, maybe not. Guy who was in the yacht. See you in a lo- life, brother. Desmond. That was yeah. his. That was his man. Oh, you love right. Charles. I totally Dickens. forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, did you ever read Tale of Two Cities? Uh, do you know anything about no. it? What do you think? Okay. So, no. <laughs> Tale of Two Cities <laughs> begins with a doctor being released after an 18-year imprisonment. Oh. Uh, and also centers on the story of two men who are in love with the same woman, and one mm. of them sacrifices himself to free the other man like basically he takes his place in a pr- in in jail and then takes a death sentence for him interesting Very and so there's there's a lot of imprisonment happening here and i'm just kind of like oh i wonder if oh. like this is alluding to Perhaps. something like that happening like i don't know seems like it so hmm. okay great yeah cool so uh what's next sammy joe what do we do next <laughs> Uh, favorite moments. What was your favorite moment of Buffy? Favorite moment of Buffy. Hmm. Do you want me to tell you mine? Yes, please. So I feel like it's probably going to be yours too. Okay. Uh, when Angel punches Xander without stopping. Oh yeah, that's one hundred percent my favorite moment. <laughs> I yeah, also really I liked the slow mo. Yeah, slow slow mo wasn't bad, but I really liked uh, when he says that guy just bugs me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about it's favorite great. moment of Lost? Uh, favorite moment of Lost is the opening. I mean, the opening is so good. The way mm. that they play play the audience like a fiddle. So yeah. great. I what liked Ben having breakfast with Kate and then you telling like her the next two weeks are going to be very unpleasant. Yeah. He is very unsettling. Yeah, he is. He may, and, he's a great character. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they... I mean... I'm glad that they kept him because he's amazing, but also I hate him. Yeah. I thought that was that was a little wild. Yeah, I'm with you. Which episode wins, Pat? <sighs> Lost wins for me. That's an easy one because that I I'm not a Bangle fan. I'm not a, I know. I'm just done done with the I, whole angel thing. I feel like I want to give this a tie cuz I honestly didn't for it being a, a season premiere, mm-hmm. I wasn't super impressed with it. Mostly yeah. because I hated all of Jack scrambling and it just like killed it killed the vibe of this episode for me. I yeah. could have done without all of that. Um, right. 
Yeah, there was I mean, a like, lot of Jackie scrambles in this. I just don't feel like we got any any new information from going back. Right. To Jack's past. Like we already yeah. know he we his know divorce everything. wasn't great. Like yeah. we know he scrambles. We know he had a bad relationship with his dad. Like this I mean, like I guess this shows us that he was pushed to his limits and was yeah. even more unreasonable, but I'm also like, I let's wrap up like the we... flashbacks, unless they're actually giving us something interesting. Yeah. Like, let's just... Exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel, too. So that so that kind of brought this episode down for me. Um, And then, no, the Buffy episode is kind of meh, too. Yeah. So I just feel like they're a tie. Yeah. All right. But I did love the... I loved the reveal of the, like, colony. Yeah. And... Also uh, good. I liked, you know, I liked all the stuff that was actually on the island present day. So. Hmm. Okay. Great predictions. Uh, What do I think is going to happen in Buffy? Jeez. Um, So the mayor is going to continue to be creepy and he's going to get his at the end of this season. I think I already said that. Doubling down. Mm -hmm. And Faith has gone full weirdo. And she oh, is uh, going to run away for a while. And again, she's going to try to find herself. Um, mm-hmm. But she, I don't think there's any coming back from what she did. So again, she's going to she's gonna still be played as the bad guy for the rest of this season. And then she'll have a moment of choice and truth. And then she'll come around to the light side just in time to get dusted herself or something's bad's going to happen to Faith. Face gonna die, okay. Okay. And uh, Angel is gonna somehow that story's gonna get wrapped up, and he's gonna move on. He's he's gonna go away too because now it's weird. Mm-hmm. Now it's weird because he made out with Faith, and he was really into it, and he was acting, and he punched Buffy again, and it's just it's too messy. He's got to go. Yeah, and I like that at the end of the episode, she was like, I need some space. E- obviously. That was good. Remember when he punched me in the face? Need space again, because that happens. Yeah. Okay, yeah. every time you punch me in the face, got to think about some things, Yeah. I would hope. Right. So anyways, what do you got for predictions uh, for Lost? So I think we're going to go back to the beach for the next episode. I don't think we're going to come back to uh, the cages, the, the broke down zoo. Okay. Um, I think we're gonna get either Saeed or Charlie backstory. Just been a while. All right. So that's nice. kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, what do you got for media recommendations this week? Well, I uh, continued my Batman watching, and we watched Batman Returns. Phenomenal. Ooh, and nice. So after good. Christopher Walken's in it. Yeah. After we watched it, I was like, "So, Dave." Do you see why I just I... couldn't with Danny DeVito? And he was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. He's phenomenal, though. Oh, he's so oh, good. Oh, my God. He's so good. He's so effective. Yeah. And yeah. also watching it today in, like, today's political climate where, you know, like, he, I forgot about the whole storyline about, like, him trying to become, like, mayor. Yeah. And... uh. And Dave was like, yeah, I, at first I was like, there's no way this would happen. And then I remembered about Trump. <laughs> and I was like, yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I know that that it has a whole new meaning now when you watch that back. Yeah. You're like, yeah. huh? Yeah. Huh. This Interesting. could happen. Yeah. Um, 
And also, I just also want to recommend a TED Talk that I saw today. I posted this on my Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. I know how busy you are, so you probably didn't Definitely see didn't it. Definitely didn't see it, but it sounds great. <laughs> it's uh, Emily, it uh, Emily Wapnick, um, and the title of the TED Talk is called Why Some of Us Don't Have One True Calling. And hmm. I just felt very understood when hmm. I watched this. It was like about how... There are some people who don't just want to be one thing and are multi-passionate and yeah. in it's reality. Fault. fault in our stars, Sammy Joe. <laughs> yeah, but in reality, the idea of like kind of jumping from career to career until mm-hmm. we find something that we really love or even just bouncing around and loving, you know, loving Everything. that thing until we yeah. don't love it anymore um, can actually help us problem solve in different ways because we have different training that you know we can combine so i really liked it that's nice yeah what i think i like about that sentiment is just and something that i've talked about a lot lately is just exposure to more things is very helpful so in any part of the world just exposure to different stories to different people's cultures and lives and understanding the human element uh, across different cultures and across Mm -hmm. different communities and people. I think just exposure in general to different things, different people, different Different ways of life, ideas, ways of thinking, you know, just just, makes us a richer people. Yeah. And it it grows (laughs) your empathy too. And I think that is the number one ingredient for moving this world and this country forward is empathy. We need to grow our empathy muscles. And the only way to do that is to expand our horizons a little. Well said, Pat. Thank you. Free podcast, everybody. Now back to our poop jokes. (laughs) (laughs) So what what, uh, media do you recommend? I'm going to recommend The Matrix. Sammy oh, Joe. Oh boy, what's he watching in prep- this again? Listen, in, pre- <laughs> in preparation for the new Matrix Resurrections, which comes out on the 23rd, which it'll already be out by the time this podcast is out, on HBO mm. uh, Max and also in movie theaters. But uh, original directors are back to make uh, the Matrix Resurrections with the the original cast and I'm super excited. I can't wait. So I'm trying to watch all of the originals again. I don't but even it, think so. There were three and then this is the fourth, right? That's correct. I don't think I saw the third one. I definitely yeah. saw the first two, but I don't them. think I saw You'd the You'd probably third. hate them. First one's great, but second, yeah. third, there's some mixed reactions on it. I still like them. They're not yeah. as good as oh, the, the first f- one. The first I, one is I love fantastic. the first. The first is great. Oh, first but one's yeah, like a perfect I feel movie. like I didn't like the second, and so then I just didn't watch the third. So yeah. what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait for you to watch this new one, and yep. then I'm going to give it like a week or two so your excitement dies down a little bit, and you can like clear the fog <laughs> and really look at how you okay. f- actually feel about it. All right. And then you I'll think, ask you You think I would give is. you a false review because I'm too excited about it? Yes, I think you would. Mm. I think you would. All right. For no fault of your own. You're just very excited about it. But then, you know, you may have some time to think about it and you're all nostalgic and everything. And then you'll have time to think about how, how, you know, good or bad it really is. Okay. All right. So. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. But if you want to stream it, you only got 30 days. So Hmm. that's that. That's that mattress, man. All right. What do you say we wrap this thing up, huh? Let's do that. 
All right. <laughs> uh, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all the places, and uh, leave us a nice review if you can. Let's break. Let's break that uh, eight reviews on Apple Podcasts. It's, we got eight very quickly, and then it just kind of sat there. But we we still getting oh. we're still getting more listeners. I just don't know where the reviews are. Come on, yeah, folks. Eight's great. Eight's great, but give us more. Give 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 us more. <laughs> uh, what else? <laughs> what else, Sammy? Okay, Joe? penguin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Kickstream Pod. We'd love to hear from you too. So, so tell us what your favorite moments are and things like that. Um, if we make you laugh, if we entertain you, support us on Buy Me a Coffee. BuyMeACoffee.com slash kickstreampod. And send emails if you uh, uh, want to email us to kickstreampod at gmail.com. And if there are any spoilers, just mark it with spoiler or LB for Leaky Bucket in the subject line. And check out show notes for this and every episode at kickingstreaming.com. And always remember that streaming, streaming is, is better. better with, with friends. friends I'm the mage friends Streaming welcome to my radio TV show, show. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see you next week for episode 52 bye bye now bye.